Early Bird Chat is recorded from my weekly live stream on my YouTube channel, where members of the audience are invited to either join the panel or join in the comments to discuss current news and events, along with other general topics of interest, in a long-format discussion. Welcome, one and all, to the Early Bird Chat. And now, here's Gizzard Gary. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to Early Bird Chat number 162. I am your host, Gizzard Gary. It is Sunday, December the 18th. And welcome, one and all, to the show. Let's see who is out there this morning. Uh, the first one out there, I see uh, Gun Websites is in the audience. Uh, single Shot is out there. Good morning, my friend. Sam of Anarchy 92 is in the audience, as is Tactical Fud, but from Arkansas. Good morning. Bending Ballistics is out there, along with Captain Codebook. We have Reloading from the Hot Pot is out there. Woods from the Pacific Northwest is with us this morning. Also, Chicago Mike, the shooter, is in the audience. And Ozzy Orsborne with the meow this morning. Uh, let's say hello to Abigail Finnegan. Good morning, Abby. Chris from the 740 is out there. We have Ghost Tactical saying play ball. He is ready to go. BWAT75 is out there, as is Block 9. And we also have Chris Winsett. And guess who just jumped in? The ineffable Tony York is out there. So we already have a good crowd out there. 18 people. And off we go. So... Did I miss? Nope, I got him. I think I got everybody. Oh, we got one more jumped in. Now, it looks like we got gear-report.com. That should be Jeff. Says, you still working? Man, I'm always working. This is my full-time job. <clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, my retirement was official as of last Thursday. So I am a full-time YouTuber. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's that. So we've got to figure out what all that means, you know, with the show, with the channel going forward, all that stuff. Hopefully some new stuff, some good stuff coming up. That's my plans anyway. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I don't have any panelists with me. I did send out some links. At least I hope the heck I did. I sure thought I did anyway. So uh, if you are a YouTube channel member, there's a link out there for you to join. Uh, Bending Ballistics, he says retirement is rough. Well, so far I'm enjoying it, but to be honest, it's Sunday. So I haven't even technically gotten to enjoy a day of retirement yet, so... Monday, you know, tomorrow will be the first day that I, quote unquote, should have been at work. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people are taking vacation between now and the end of the year. So it really won't hit me probably until January. 
when everybody's going back to work and I won't be. So here comes my first panelist this morning and let's say good morning to Single Shot. Good morning. <clears throat> good morning. How you doing? How you doing? All right. We're doing all right. How about you? Well, sun's shining. Uh, got my cup of uh, got my cup of coffee in front of me. The second cup of coffee, and uh, let's see, Tony. Tony York says soon, Gary. You will likely wonder how the hell you had time for a job. Well, I hope that's true. I hope I'm that busy. <laughs> I. I kind of enjoy it. Now, Captain Codebook, he is asking the question, and where is Single Shot today? I am in Lodi, Ohio right now. I'm just walking back to the truck. I went in and uh, had me some breakfast, and I'm going to be headed to Muncie here in just a little bit. Good morning, all on the chat. Yeah, well, we got a good-sized crew out there. Um... Let's see. Let's see what the discussion is. Block nine, he says, a bad day at the range beats a good day at work. Boy, that's true. That is absolutely true. Looks like my internet's playing tricks again. So if I if I drop out for a second or two, it's not me. It's my internet. <clears throat> I'm going to be talking with the cable company soon about why that happens. We'll fix that. Uh, looks like we have Grim90, the Reaper, is in the audience. Hello, Reaper. A long time no see. I also see Warsaw Patriot is in the audience, as is Ms. Hotshot, who says, Good morning, Gizzard Gary and everyone in the side chat. Well, good morning to you and everyone. So, Bending Ballistics is asking, anyone here mess with high-powered air rifles? Boy, I want to. I haven't done it yet. Have you, Single Shot? Not yet. Not yet. Boy, that's a, that's a category that has expanded by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Some of them are just as powerful as a regular centerfire rifle or handgun. I know, and I'm really interested. Because I love shooting a 22 long rifle, and this would be right up my alley. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just need a place. I need to line me up, now that I've got time, I need to line me up some friends, quote-unquote, with a place in the country, <laughs> let me come play, if you know what I mean. And I oh, have yeah. a friend of, I had a friend of mine that I worked with that happens to live in, the, oh, about 15 minutes from me, who retired at the same time I did. So we're going to have to make connections, say, hey, <laughs> can I come out and let's go shoot some, he shoots guns too. So... Uh-huh. <clears throat> We're gonna have to make that connection. Yeah, uh, uh, code book asked me uh, where I was at. I'm over here in Lodi at the uh, the big TA, um, getting ready to head for Muncie here in just a little bit. So Tony York says, my son-in-law 
dropped off my new old Suburban last night. So now I am checking it over to see how much money it needs thrown at it. <clears throat> oh, boy. Uh, Warsaw says, I hear Illinois is gaining ground against their AWB. Ghost Tactical is at work watching the World Cup final, hoping Messi uh-huh. wins. Okay. Uh, let's see. Trying to catch up with everything out there in the chat. Bending Ballistics uh, says, I think I'm going to order... I'm going to order some here soon. I'm looking at 38 cal and the 50 cal stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, GearReport.com says, We are talking about shot show success on this week at Gear Report Thursday night. If any shot attendees want to be on the panel, let me know. <clears throat> That's right. He's, I believe he's live at the same time I am this morning. So, uh so, yeah, I can't be in two places at once, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, okay, let's see. Tony says, I, as an Illinois resident, am not worried about the new ban. Horseshit, our Supreme Court has been fairly, the new ban horseshit. There we go. <laughs> say, it, say it right, Gary. Our Supreme Court has been fairly constitutional. Uh... Our four Mississippi Thunders out there says, Good morning from the central time zone, the only time zone that matters. Boy, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? A man in my own zone. All right. Um, his hotshot says, How does it feel? You do not have to work Monday morning. Um, feels pretty good. Um, I'm in favor. I think a little getting used to. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be an adjustment. I was just thinking the other day, you know, the only days I have to set an alarm for now are Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Saturdays to go see my daughter and then Sunday to do this show. So I guess I just work the weekends anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that I have to get up for anyway. So, let's see. Yes, code book. Yes, code book. A lot of talk out there about about the Illinois stuff. Okay, let's see. (laughs) Abby says, when it comes to gun laws, just ask what would Abby do? Absolutely. (laughs) I know what Abby would do. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I, uh, I got a little news. What's that? Uh, very possibly three more constitutional carry states are in line. Uh, Virginia was one, shocker. Uh, what was the other two? Uh, good grief, I can't remember now. <laughs> Florida, maybe? Florida, yes. Yep, Florida, and there was one other one. So, folks, if you're in those areas... Get a hold of your Congress critters and tell them, hey, look, it's time. We want it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's say good morning to Chris Lang, who has joined us this morning. Uh, okay, so Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary, at least you don't 
have to wake up early every morning. You can rest in bed all day. Yeah, but I want to resist the urge to stay in bed too late because then I'll just vegetate in here and I won't get anything done. And I got a lot of things I want to do, some new ideas for the channel, some straightening up around here. Uh, I'll bet you I can find things to do. All the stuff that I didn't have time to do before, now I have time, so I'm telling myself it's time to get them done. So, Ms. Hotshot says, when my father retired, he drove my mom crazy trying to find things to do, and still does to this day. Uh, now, Abby says, every state has constitutional carry, if you're like me. Got a point. Yeah, it is. She got a point. Amendment. She got a point. I'll tell you what, Abby's got one of the more clear-thinking minds towards uh, freedom and gun rights of anybody. Uh, if we could just, if we could just get the rest of the country to that state, um, we're working on it. I think. I mean, progress is being made, but we got to remember, we. We uh, lobby for these rights and we fight for these rights because they are our rights. Uh, so, she's absolutely correct. So, And if you don't fight for them, we will lose them. So, Buck says, uh, Gizzard Gary, now you will have time to make the Gizzard Gary groupie t-shirts. Well, hey. Well, yeah. That's true. Uh, I could make something out there on Spreadshirt pretty easily, as a matter of fact. Uh, let's see. Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary, or you could buy some land in the middle of nowhere with a cabin. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. Don't know. Want to shoot stuff out on the back porch, just like I do. <laughs> I don't know if George would like living in a cabin or not. I'll have to ask him. Uh <laughs> Uh, Chris Lang says, Dad drives me crazy trying to find something to do. And Chris <laughs> says, we definitely need those shirts, Buck. Well, I guess I may may have to have that happen. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> These are Gary Groupie. wonder what kind of picture we'd put on that. <laughs> I'll have to Bruce, think on Bruce that. Rooster and a bunch of old hands. I'll have to think on that. Uh, <laughs> Abby says, also, there are two cops in this town. You can basically do whatever I want. People aren't very nosy here. Uh, it's pretty much that way. At least in this little small town I live. Uh, nobody bothers you here, but that's kind of small town life, too. Yeah. <clears throat> uh well, let's put it this way. I don't believe I'd get away with going out in the uh, lawn outside the apartment building and doing target practice. They might <laughs> frown on that. Something tells yeah. me. For one thing, it'd be dangerous. There's, yeah. you know, houses in every direction. So that wouldn't even be a responsible thing to do. Uh, Bending Ballistics yep. says you need to put... A tactical chicken or a western chicken, both with firearms at least. A western chicken. Hmm. What's a western chicken? Would that be with a cowboy hat or something? Or Yeah. I guess. That's what I would say. Hmm. 
Well, it's a thought. Hey, Gary, do you have uh, code books contact info? Um, yeah, I got his email address. Okay. Drop and, um, him a, an email when you get a chance and give him my phone number. Oh, certainly will. Thanks, sir. I will do that. Oh, Captain Codebook says, I am texting him. So does that mean he has your number or he needs it? I presume. Let me. Give me one. Sam says, or better buy some land in the middle of nowhere with a cabin and find the next Mrs. Decker and make more children. Make more children? (laughs) For God's sake, I'm almost 63 years old, man. No. (laughs) No. Just no. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. That's not happening. Uh, Captain Codebook says he has a new number. Yeah. You do have a new number? Oh, I no, I got uh I've got two numbers. One's inactive right now, but uh, the one that I usually text you on, Gary, is the one that I'm using now. Okay. That's this uh That's this uh phone that I'm using right now. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, it sounds like to me he has your number. So. Okay. Captain Codebook, give me a holler if you need me to contact you. Otherwise, I'm going to assume you have that number. Uh, Bending Ballistics says, yeah, chicken with cowboy's hat, uh, chaps, revolver, etc. Okay. (laughs) Uh, That would be interesting. Um, Let's see. Warsaw says, I wish America had more patriotism. Look at Ukraine. Amen. Look at Ukraine. They are more patriotic than we are. That's right. Uh, Tony says, raising a teenager at 75 sounds like a plot to a horror movie. No kidding. <laughs> Especially these days and age. Captain Codebook says, I'll need that number. Well, okay. Uh, we can do that <laughs> then. Yeah. At least I think I can. I think I can. I think I can, if I don't take too much time doing this while I'm trying to talk here. And let's see, Captain, Captain Codebook. Twenty-four degrees. And three, two, one. Email sent to Captain Codebook. All right. So I didn't lose too much time there. All right. So. Sam says, Gizzard Gary, world of possibilities, old timer, with all respect intended, buddy. Well, it's true. 223DMR is in the audience. Uh, Chicago Mike the Shooter says, Gizzard Gary, we got to hit the range one day, man. Looking forward on meeting you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. The same here. Uh, maybe maybe if you can make it to uh, Thunder on the Prairie this year in Nebraska, uh, that would be cool. Uh, but yes, definitely. All right. So we have 26 people out there in the audience. Uh, hopefully I've said hi to everybody out there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bending Ballistics says, Gary, since we're both retired, 
when are you coming to Kentucky and stretching out to a mile with me? Hmm. Mm. Well, I sure need to do that. I don't. I don't oh. know if I can see a mile, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind us... trying that myself. I've got just a caliber for that. Oh no, kidding! Uh, one of these days for sure. Chicago Mike says Nebraska is seven hours away from me. It's a little closer for me. It's three hours for me. Uh, of course. I'm lucky to have at least that, and I got that and uh, Wanamaker, which is three hours the other direction. So Captain Codebook says, that's the number I've been texting. Is you not, Are you not getting it? Yes, I am getting it, but I couldn't answer you with oh, okay. uh, going on the, and staying on the uh, chat here. But I will get back at you. Okay, so he no is getting problem. the text. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, just a quick note, Gary. Uh, on Rumble, folks, keep an eye on my channel, Daywolf, on Rumble. Uh, I'm going to have some time off myself here, Gary, when I uh, get back from this trip here. Probably won't be going out again until around the 3rd of January. And that's going to give me ample time to get a bunch of stuff out, get, them, get it cleaned up and everything. Mark... Uh, uh, Good Lord, I forgot his name. <laughs> Anvil. Mark Novak has given me several pointers on how to do a thorough job on cleaning after the event that I had down in Georgia. So I'm going to be concentrating a lot of uh, efforts on taking those apart, stripping them down, and restoring them, and if necessary... Uh, conserving them so it's going to be some short i'll try to keep the videos fairly short on uh, on the series but uh i'll show folks uh, how we're doing it and how things are coming along with it so got a lot of a lot of stuff to do there i <laughs> pretty sad to see my toolboxes and everything like that all fubbed up like they were so it's going to take it's going to take some effort to, to uh, get this stuff cleaned up. I'm using uh, carding brushes from Brownells, and I'm going to have to order another one. Because that one I've got is already half worn down. So if you folks would like to uh, jump in and watch those videos, I uh, will certainly appreciate it. Okay, so back out to the chat. Uh, Gunpowder Beauty is out there in the audience. Uh, Tara Smith's Kitchen is out there. Uh, heading to pick up the truck and head north. I'm questioning my intelligence. Okay. <laughs> also, the Scottish American is in the audience. Good morning, Scotsman. Hey, Scotsman. Yeah. Uh, Abby says, when we move and start the homestead, I'll have a mile. But I need something that will deliver enough energy at a mile that's also accurate enough and can be carried by me. Oh, yep. I've got just a ticket. Uh, Tim S. is out there in the chat. Morning, y'all. Bending Ballistics says, Gary, I finished my gun room. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Abby says, it's nine below here. Brr. Oh, I got 21 Ooh. above. Windy. Goodness sakes. 
It's 25 above here. Um, Brian Bridges is in the audience. Uh, let's see. Gunpowder says, oh, dang, that's a smidgen too cold for this gal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, 223DMR says 25 here in Missouri. Uh, so, yeah, we got 30 people out there in the chat. I guess I ought to put my uh, banner down at the bottom of the screen. I'm a little bit behind on my duties. I want to remind everybody that, uh, well, remind, I haven't told you until now, so I guess let you know that uh, we will not be having the early bird chat next week or the week after next week being Christmas Day, and I'm going to be at my daughter's house. So unless, unless something changes and I have the opportunity to do it, I'm probably spending Christmas Eve there, so... I could try to do a show from there, and I may still, but right now it's kind of iffy, so I wouldn't count on it. Now, definitely New Year's Day, I'm going to be on a short vacation. Gonna go see my, uh, gonna go see my son down in uh, Arkansas. So it's time for me to take some time, and this is one of these things you do when you retire, is you take a few road trips. So. there you go. So hopefully, while you guys are enjoying your holidays, I'm going to take a short one myself. And and then we'll be back on the 8th of January. And if I can get a chance to pop in between now and then, or if plans change, I'll let you know. Um, Gear Report Firearms, another version of Gear Reports out there, says you only have one job now. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah I decided I needed to go ahead and just make that call there's going to be there's going to be a time or two that I can't do the show and my daughter my daughter and son-in-law wanted to make a trip down there and we're all kind of going down together and then splitting up once we get in Arkansas strangely enough hmm taking two vehicles down and meeting in one place. And then a couple of us are splitting off one direction and son-in-law is going to see his folks and then he's going to come get his wife and I'm going to go home. So we'll be flying all different directions down there. So I guess so. It'd be good to see my son. I haven't seen him in quite a while. Uh, Uh, Time. It's time. Yeah, it's time. It definitely is. Um, but hopefully I'll enjoy it down there. So, uh, it'd be good to get out of town. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. That's the only thing, you know, that could happen. Uh, Abby says road trips seem pretty common with retired people. My dad drove coast to coast in an RV when he retired. Hmm. Block 9 says, go panning at the diamond mine in Arkansas. They found some big diamonds there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't even know what part of Arkansas that's in. Hmm. I've heard about that. it's the western half. I can't remember for sure. I've been down there before. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Captain Codebook says, 
Abigail just made me laugh. I am uh, imagining the most ridiculous three-gun possible. A 50 BMG Barrett, a 50 Desert Eagle, and a 10-gauge shotgun. Like to see oh, the times geez. on that. What do you say, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that bearded guy is out there. Good morning, sirs. Um, Gunpowder Beauty says, Hell House renovation is going, LOL. Wish I could just blow it up, but apparently that is frowned upon. Wow. It is. I believe in just about every jurisdiction, they frown on that. Yeah. They frown on that. Uh, so just may have to tear it down piece by piece and build it back up. Abby says, 10 gauge will probably knock me on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Would me too. <laughs> I've never shot a 10 gauge. Don't really want to. I got now a the gun snob has one. Yeah, uh, I do. The gun snob has one. Uh, if I wanted to, I'm sure I could go down there and shoot it, but... Uh, I don't know. I enjoy my 12, and I've got a couple 20s that I want to get out and I want to get out and play with. I I just love shooting shotguns. I don't know why. Shotguns are fun. That's what I grew up with. Yep. You know, if anything reminds me of my time as a kid, I grew up hunting with my father, and all. We always had shotguns and. Uh, that's just, uh, that's fun to me. All, all guns are fun to me. Let's be real. Put a gun in my hand. I'm going to, I'm going to smile from one ear to the other shooting it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, Abby says I'm five, seven and can barely handle 12 gauge. I'm fine with my 20 gauge. Oh, I'm 5'7". I used to be 5'8", but eh, old age kind of caught up with me a little bit there. Yeah. Sir. So, uh, I see out there in the audience, D.M. Foss, the host of The Overnight. I was, I was listening to, I think, pretty close to the first hour, first 45 minutes of his show, and I had to peel off and uh, get some rest. But, uh, he had a good show going on last night, as he usually does with the overnight. And, you know, when he does this stuff during the week now, I can stay up late and and watch, because I don't have to go to bed early anymore. So, cool deal. We also have Defense Dad out there. He says, I see gun people. I believe there's plenty of gun people in here. Yep. <laughs> now... We have the goddamn bacon out there. That's his channel name. He says, is this where the Orbeez giveaway is? Asking for a friend. Uh, not that I know of. Abby said, that being said, I'm used to pump shotguns. Semi might be different. Uh, I think of only... I've only shot a semi-auto one time. Everything I've ever owned has either been a single shot or a pump. Yeah. But I got I got one semi-auto. And I do I have... I inherited a, uh, A5 from my grandfather. 
I do have a bolt action now, so I haven't yeah. shot it yet. But... Long barrel? Hmm? Yeah. Long, yeah. Yeah. Goose gun, marlin. So Gunpowder Beauty says, Targot is lucky I love him. This house is way more than I'd anticipated, but me sounding like a mad drunken sailor every time I walk into the house is entertaining for him. <laughs> so uh, I'm being told the diamond mine is in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. It's called Crater of Diamond State Park. Hmm. Uh, Captain Codebook says, no Bible thumpers today, must all be at church. Ah, that's in reference to Friday night show. Yeah, we did have, <laughs> we did have some visiting, uh, some visiting dignitaries. Oh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that got interesting. Uh, <laughs> And I haven't seen him this morning. Bending Ballistic says, I made sausage this morning instead of bacon. Well, both are good. Oh. Uh, DM Foss says, part of me is five foot seven inches. The rest is four and a half inches. Wow. Oh, okay. TMI. Let's just leave that right there. How about that? Uh, let's see. Got to get caught up with chat here. Uh, Warsaw says, Gizzard Gary, no matter what, over these past years, let's be real, no matter what, you can't legislate morality when it comes to firearms. It would be like legislating sin. It's impossible to do. Uh, hmm? It's true. Uh, let's see, Captain Codebook says, Foss, given that lovely story on size, I guess you are a fisherman too? <laughs> now that's funny so I just remembered I've got to do something here hopefully it'll work this time okay so uh Bending Ballistic says, this just got awkward, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, won't let it get, won't let it get too awkward, but, uh, I don't want to tell people we can't have fun here either. Let's see. Ah, uh, the goddamn bacon says, gonna go back to sleep. Woke up too early today. Cheers. Hey, thanks for jumping in. Have a uh, Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary got to love that sweet 12-gauge fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Iceberg 500. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never owned a 500. Maybe someday. M. Gabriel's out there says, OMG, how early is it? Well, in my time zone, it's 9.36 a.m. I don't remember where M. Gabriel is, to be honest. But if you're on the West Coast, yeah, it's kind of early. A DM Foss says, Gizzard Gary, what I meant was I'm 5'11 and a half in total. Alrighty. Okay. Well, we'll just go with that then. Uh, Misha ends out there says, I got a joke to make it awkward. I'll bet you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Uh, Misha always tries to get everybody to laugh. Love, Misha. Uh, Abby says, Is it possible to mess with a disconnect on a Mossberg 500 to make it capable of slam firing like the trench gun? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I've got the Maverick 88 and uh, uh, the 500. I like them both. They're both very good. For the price you pay for them, they are definitely worth it. Get one of them a 20-gauge, Gary. That sets you right up. Okay, Captain Codebook says, Anyone have an AR-410G upper? I see Bear Creek now has one. Wonder how they run. I thought about it, but I haven't picked one up. So Mike White is out there. Good morning, everybody. Been listening while starting my morning. Yeah. What? Um, hmm. I'm trying to read something out here in the chat that uh, that Misha's sending me. I'm not real sure I understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, we did have a reference out here to let me go back and find it 223DMR says I'm going to have a bowl of deer chili before I go to church that's deer chili. Half bad. deer chili I would eat some yeah I'd try it never heard of it but I'd try it uh, TMS says, ha ha, deer chili always helps me tune up the horn section. Yeah, what? Uh, Sam Vanarchy says, Gizzard Gary, you can't go wrong with the 500 and the 590 models by Mossberg. Mm-hmm, that's right. Ms. Hotshot says, we will have chicken and noodles tonight. That also sounds very yummy. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I love me some chicken. Homemade Homemade chicken and noodles? Oh, man. Homemade chicken and dumplings. That's good, too. Oh, man. <laughs> mm. uh, you get talking about food, you're going to make me hungry. Uh, <laughs> Captain Codebook says, I just eyeballed my 500. I don't think you can do that for the slam fire without messing up functionality. Yeah. Probably not. Tony says, time to do stuff. Good day, folks. Have All a right, good one, Tony. Tony. Glad you jumped in. Glad you spent some time with us. Um, now Misha says you can't go wrong with a genuine HK Select Fire MP5. Yeah, you gotta have that class three cast uh, class three tag though. Probably ought to. Uh, Chris Lang says chicken and dumplings. Also, um, let's see. Now we've got, we've got Humvee Gear Report. Wow, how many Gear Report channels are there? Got to go take family <laughs> pictures. Y'all be good. Uh, you too, Jeff. Stay safe. Thanks for Thank jumping you. in. Uh, Betty Ballistic says, anything is possible. Legality is another thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's true. 
we do not just uh, speaking for this channel we are not um, we are not uh, condoning violating laws to, yeah. to do this stuff so uh, you know if you do that you're on your own uh, Tara Smith's kitchen says I'm six feet two and three quarters inch boy that's precise Wow. I too have shrunk a bit with age, a little wider too. Ah, they, I do know that. I certainly am. Uh, Tim Tim S says, "Just thought that single shot, Grandma's chicken and dumplings were the best." Mm-hmm. You betcha. Well, I had I had an aunt that made chicken and homemade egg noodles. It, it was to die for. Mm-hmm. Oh they man, used to have a restaurant down there in. Uh... In Georgia, I don't know if it's still there or not. I didn't think of it there when I was down there just a little while ago. Country Kitchen, I believe the name of it was, and they had homemade uh, chicken dumplings. Boy, is that ever good. Miss Hotshot says, I miss my Grandma Frances's chicken dumplings. I can make them, but they don't quite taste the same. Yeah, it's just that little touch that people yep. used to have when they made stuff. Yep, uh, my great-grandmother was that way. She made it with love, and boy, did it ever come out good. Oh, yeah. DM Foss says, Gear Report has its own small army. That's a fact. <laughs> um, Misha says, technically anything is possible, at least once. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Captain Codebook says, okay, at what age did my ear hair start growing faster than my facial hair? <laughs> well, I'd like to say I don't know what he's talking about, but I don't like to lie. Uh, <laughs> I know, mine is getting aggravating. Uh, Defense Dad says, I had too much whiskey last night. I need food before work. Yep, you better eat something. Better what kind eat of whiskey? Something. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he'll tell us. Uh, Gunpowder Beauty says, I'm making homemade chicken Alfredo. Daughter oh, lost her first tooth. Now you're talking. Daughter lost her first tooth and is very needy. Apparently, losing a tooth is traumatic. Yeah, it is. Mm. Uh, let's see. Sam of Anarchy says, Gizzard Gary, as long as you're doing good health-wise, buddy, that's the main thing. That's absolutely right. true. Uh, right now I'm enjoying the heck out of life. A lot of stuff to look forward to. Yes. Now, Abby says, had a couple white Russians and watched The Big Lebowski with my girlfriend. <laughs> and then says, I should probably eat actual food. Liquor doesn't count. It does mm, not. That's sorry. true. Uh, let's see. Misha says, much like I'm bulletproof for at least one shot, depending on caliber. Uh, <laughs> more food talk here from Tara Smith's Kitchen. I made beef and barley soup last night and Rohiki, ro I guess, to take on the road with me. It's far better than truck stop food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That beef and uh, barley soup is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Cookbook says, Hell yeah, Mike, I got a manscape so my CPAP doesn't tickle all night. Old age oh. has its quirky things. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I know all about the CPAP. That's yep. for sure. Me too. Uh, that bearded guy says, got to go, guys, but tonight plus Papa Murphy's with Vanishing Point. All have right. a good one, buddy. Yeah, have a good one. Uh, Ms. Hotshot says, well, it's time to decorate my Christmas tree. It's fake this year. Thanks to old senile Biden, I can't afford a real tree. Uh, <laughs> I got my own comments about that. <laughs> DM Foss says, scientifically, food from other people will taste different because of the expectation. Mm. I suppose that's true. I found uh, something I'm going to try, Gary. You know how you regularly make meat, meatloaf with uh, putting ketchup and stuff on top of it? Yeah, I don't, but I know a lot of people do. I am going to try it with barbecue sauce on top. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. I'm going to try it with that. I don't I'm not like... much of a meat meatloaf person anyway, but... I make mine without. I don't. I don't really make a tomato-based meatloaf. Mine is more. I guess you would say. Hearty, spicy, with you know more on the onions and the peppers and stuff like that. I've never been a ketchup fan or any of that stuff. So, but that's a great thing about meatloaf is you can make it however you like it. I've even. I've even heard of people, and we just lost single shot. I've even heard of people making a uh, Mexican-style meatloaf. So we have R4 Oodles out there. Says, I figured since Gear Report is showing off the channel names, I would too. Bet you can't guess who it is. <laughs> mm. Might have a little bit of an idea with the R4 there. Uh Let's see. Abby says, I've also been told that sweet tea doesn't count as water. Hmm. Probably not. I never have understood those diets, you know, where they say you're supposed to have X amount uh, glasses of water every day. And I've always been told that coffee doesn't count and soda doesn't count and tea doesn't count. It's like, don't you have to have water to make all those things? Last I knew you did. Uh, let's see. Defense Dad says, mm, if you have to manscape for your CPAP, you're not wearing it in the right place. <laughs> wow. Uh, 223DMR says, liquor does count as food. It's either made out of corn or wheat. Well, got a point there. Misha says, I'm going to make Wagyu steak, bacon-wrapped asparagus, some deviled egg salad, and some fresh blackberries for dinner here soon. Man, that sounds good. Uh, Tara Smith's Kitchen says, we should get three sets of teeth, baby teeth, adolescent teeth, and adult teeth in our 40s. Tooth loss is much more traumatic in your 40s. Uh, let's see. Defense Dad says, I make meatloaf on a broiler pan. Let's, less greasy. Uh, Block 9 says, try the new Tabasco barbecue sauce. 
It either has jalapeno or habanero. We had meatloaf the other day with homemade fries in the air fryer. In the next day, the meatloaf sandwiches are really good. Mmm. Mike White says, we do get a third set, Tara Smith's Kitchen. They're called dentures. Hmm. Got a little bit of shaving advice going back and forth out there. I... Oh, I'm not even going there. How about that? I'm going to take the high road on this one. Uh, Gunpowder Beauty says, meatloaf with baby bell cheese in the middle. Wrapped in bacon. Best meatloaf I've ever made. No ketchup needed. Hmm. That sounds interesting. I would try it. Now, Block 9 says, we use ketchup and oatmeal in our meatloaf and top it with a habanero barbecue sauce. Captain Codebook says, love meatloaf. Me too. I don't have any. Uh, DM Foss says, a friend of mine's mother from Georgia used to make meatloaf with shrimp. It wasn't very good, but she was a very nice lady. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Defense Dad says, no ketchup on top of my meatloaf. I put three channels across the top and fill them with Worcestershire sauce, I believe he means. Okay. That's how I pronounce it. The proper pronunciation, but most most Americans butcher that and call it Worcestershire sauce or something like that. Uh, and I'm not going to haggle with you over pronunciation because that's silly. Uh, Jason Stewart is out there. Good morning, Jason. Morning from work, everyone. Uh... The goddamn says, what? Good eat you consume. Okay. Uh, whoops. Misha says, I don't make meatloaf. I listen to meatloaf. Okay. Ozzy says, meatloaf plus chili powder topped with salsa. Now, that sounds good. Ms. Hotshot says, I've made meatloaf with eggs, Ritz crackers, barbecue sauce, or A1, onions, peppers, chunks of cheddar cheese, and pepperoni. And sometimes, instead of a loaf, I will make them into small balls. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds good. Uh, more shaving advice out there. Uh, Abby's talking about shaving, shaving the legs, and I'm not going to shave my legs. I, I like them just the way they are. Uh, let's say hello to Bernie Sanchez out there in the chat. Good morning, Bernie. Uh, Tara Smith's Kitchen says, we have tamales for Christmas. I'm thinking of making chicken tortilla soup for next weekend. May do a poll. Man, you guys are making me hungry. All the food talk. Misha N says, have you ever tried deviled eggs with Cajun seasoning with a shrimp on top? Sounds gross, but it's delicious. I'd try it. I would try it. Doesn't sound that gross to me. Of course, I love Cajun seasoning, and I love shrimp. Uh... 
Ozzy says, I didn't shave my legs for this. Wow. Uh, Gun Websites is out there, and he's thrown out the hashtag for the giveaway. That giveaway will be a little over an hour from now at 11 o'clock Central Time. And as always, we'll give away a little bit of channel swag, the Gizzard Gary channel sticker and magnet, the early bird chat thumbnail sticker, and I will also throw in a small sticker from Live Free, Live Free Armory. So, uh, uh, Jason, that's it. No, Christmas 740 says, Merry Christmas, everyone. Got to get ready to head to the Bullet Ranch to get my full auto fix. Ooh, have fun. That sounds like fun. Jason Stewart says, I'm working on a house today for Archie Griffin's brother, Ray. He played for Ohio State, too. He played for Woody. I remember those two. Yeah, I certainly do. Uh, let's see. Well, Benny Ballistic says, Argentina is going to win the World Cup. Okay. I haven't been following it, to be honest with you. Tara Smith's Kitchen says, My work gave me a bottle of Apple Crown at our Christmas party Friday. It was empty yesterday morning. Don't know how that happened. Hmm. Must have evaporated, huh? Uh, let's see. Captain Codebook says, I have a video on my channel of my daughter waxing my back. I remember that. Yes, those are tears. Doesn't hurt much. My rear. Let's see. Jason says, F and Woody, it's like building a temple for one of Christ's disciples. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, we've got a little bit of low and chance. Let me throw out real quickly an advertisement for GearWebsites.com GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com Okay, so yeah, like that says, don't forget every Friday is Free Patch Friday, and they have lots of cool stuff at GearWebsites.com So a whole lot of unique things, stickers, patches, and you name it. If it's 2A related, they probably got it there and you'll like it. Uh, let's see. Getting caught up real quick. Let's see. Uh, Bernie says, it's halftime, so I'm watching here. Sorry, Gary. That's fine. That's fine. Ozzy says, a toast to our wives and girlfriends. <laughs> May they never meet. <laughs> Oh, a lot of talk about hair removal out there. Abby's got all kinds of uh, suggestions. There's also laser hair removal and electrolysis if you want a permanent solution. She was also talking about waxing. Uh, Tara Smith's Kitchen says, I left something warm and friendly to hop in a semi and head north. I need my head examined. Uh, let's see. All right, so uh got someone out there in the chat who would like to have a link. So let me see. 
if I can oblige here, where is, where is, where in the world, hmm, oh, there it is, no, yes, I'm talking to myself, uh, give me one moment here, if you would, please, I've got to send an email, uh, Let's see. There we go. And three, two, one, and it is on its way. All right. So uh, back to the chat because we have a show going on here. Uh, let's see. Misha says, well, time to make dinner at 8 a.m. Such is life of the night shift, but I'll keep an ear on. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, Thanks for jumping in. Always glad to have you. Uh, Bernie says, hashtag Argentina for the win. Uh, let's see. Who else did I miss out there? Going back in the chat to make sure I didn't miss it. I see Keith Gregory's out there. I don't believe I saw Keith earlier. Uh, let's see. If I missed anybody else, let me know. Uh, okay. So, um, let's welcome to the panel, Bending Ballistics. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to walk downstairs. Just a second. Okay. Okay. I was sitting upstairs watching the game. I'll I'll be there in just a minute. But yeah, I finished everything up yesterday for the most part. Like it's fully functional and everything. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I know you've been posting videos as and some pictures as you've went along, so I've gotten to see the progress. I know it takes a while to do stuff like that, but it's always fun to have a project and to see it to its completion like that. I mean, I'm not a I'm not at a hundred percent completion yet. I'm because like, let's face it, um, we're both on the same budget now. Like we're both on retirement budgets, so. You have to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You don't have quite as much income coming in as you did before, so you have to adjust. Yeah. And in, um, my, in my case, I've got, I've got to possibly float two or three months in between retirement and when I start getting my retirement money coming in, so luckily there's enough in a bank to hold me over, but. That's the still. situation I'm in right now. I'm still floating, um, waiting on my first check. Yeah, and it's going to take a while for all that to happen, for me anyway. So. Well, my but biggest that... problem was is we had a pension. And so when I retired, I had my full time in for the pension. But what people don't realize is I'm in my 30s. So... So, like, when I hit my 20-year pension, like, I was able to go ahead and take my pension. There's just a bunch more loopholes I have to jump through. 
Oh, yeah. So, but so, it's rough, let me tell you. So, Defense Dad says, don't let Gary fool you. He's loaded from his OnlyFans channel, Gary's Gizzards. Uh, fake news, fake news, not true. Uh, Warsaw said, Gizzard Gary, by the way, you ever get that trigger I told you about? Found out it doesn't work with the 22 CMMG conversion kit. It only works with the 5.56. No, I haven't picked that up yet. What trigger? Uh, let's see. I got a link to that thing. It is the Timney Impact trigger. It should work if it's a standard AR-15 trigger. Seems like it was a drop-in, yeah. Yeah, but as long as it's, quote-unquote, a standard trigger, like whether it's a drop-in or mil-spec, it should still work. So the Scottish-American says, hell, I will never retire. Uh, R4 Mississippi Thunder says, I just got a gun-cleaning kit from Natiti. I don't know how to talk about Natitty's kid and not get my video taken down. Natitty. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Warsaw says it is a Timney Impact trigger. It's a drop-in trigger. Okay, I got all that right. Uh, Abby says, I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford retirement the way things are going with this country. Well, I almost didn't take mine because of how the economy was. Um, but I've moved a bunch of money into um, a couple of IRAs, which are actually ironically doing really good right now. So, Which that's what I'm going to do with mine. I need to get somebody. I need to get an IRA set up to drop that in here shortly. <laughs> and uh, that's what I plan on doing is just paying myself a monthly wage out of that. That's the best way to do it. You just have to be careful because there's capital gains taxes on it. Um, so you just have to be careful with the type of IRA. Although you've already paid taxes on your retirement and everything, mm -hmm. you're still going to have to pay capital gain taxes on the IRA. Well, I will, IRA probably, I will probably I will probably go to... Go to I'm sorry, go ahead. My phone started echoing. I fixed it. Oh. Um, I My plans are to go with somebody, probably Edward Jones or somebody that's professional money managers that would know the ins and outs of all that stuff. So they can advise me accordingly. That's what I was going to suggest is a company, an organization like that, even if they charge you whatever, uh, $200 a year, um, Maintenance fee or whatever. Going oh, with yeah. them. I'm not yeah, a financial they, expert. They will. I know they will. Now, Warsaw, Warsaw says, says the trigger didn't reset when I was using the CMMG 22 conversion kit. The CMMG 22 kit only works well with mil spec triggers. That's so I've got one with the CMC trigger in there and it resets fine. But you're talking that's a $100 trigger versus a $250 trigger. I don't know the difference between the CMC and the Timney triggers. 
Now, Ozzy says, in three days will be my 44-year anniversary in printing. Well, congratulations. Wow. Congratulations, Ozzy. That's an accomplishment. Now, I almost made 43 years in nuclear power. Uh, 42 years, nine months, 18 days. Not a bad, so, not, not a bad round. So I've got a question about the nuclear power. Do you, did you ever deal with like radiation exposure with working in a nuclear power plant? Like, did you ever have to deal with that? Now, there are certain jobs where you actually go in the physical plant and work and uh, that they do have to monitor you because of the exposure, but they go in and they do surveys. There's a whole department out there, a radiation protection department that goes out and does surveys periodically and lets you know where you can safely be and how long you can be. Plus, there are federal requirements there are you know limits as to radiation exposure they have dosimetry that you have to put on when you go out there and you're at certain times you're going to have protective clothing on so you don't pick up particles or anything like that you have to maintain a reasonable distance from the radiation source and that's all plotted out in advance they're very careful about it but they also have to record your total amount of radiation exposure because there's also lifetime limits as to how much you can be exposed to. And when I left the company, they actually printed out a sheet and gave it to me that told exactly how much of a dose that I'd received in my lifetime. They do what's called a whole body count. And uh, I mean, it's minimal. Trust me, and a lot of people don't realize there's such a thing out there as background radiation, and that's the radiation that we receive every day from natural sources, such as sunlight, uh, exposure to uh, certain metals and stuff like that. Even smoke detectors have a little bit of radiation coming out of them. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, but there's, you can't totally avoid radiation. It's you know, it's out there. So, uh, well, it naturally occurs in tomatoes too. A lot of people don't realize that, that in tomatoes, it naturally occurs. That's true. Um, uh, but, so I've got an oddity question to ask everybody in here that reloads. Has anybody had their lead levels checked when they've gone to the doctor and gotten blood work done? Um, I'm just asking an odd question about that. Um, and if so, is anybody willing to share what their lead levels were when they had them checked? Well, we'll let them, we'll let them answer out there. Uh, let's see. Bernie says, remember to smash the thumbs up. Thank you, Bernie. Uh, Warsaw says, hate paying taxes, but I love being rewarded back money. You're not being rewarded back money. You're being given back your own money that the government's been holding on to for a year. And getting interest free. Uh, uh, Abby says taxation is extortion. Government is a mafia. 
Uh, DM Foss says, Gizzer Gary, I can manage your money for you. I will, uh, I mean, you will enjoy your retirement. I'm sure. Uh, Defense Dad says, I bet they got Gary a cake donut with pink frosting and sprinkles for retirement. You know, I actually had one of my, uh, one of the customers out there, the people that I've worked with, actually did bring, bring by a dozen donuts for me. Uh, the week that I retired, not the actual day, but they were Krispy Kremes. So, yeah, a whole box of Krispy Kreme. Do- now I shared them with everybody in my group. But uh, let's see. Tony says, even though it's sunny, it's too cold to do shit outside. Yeah, still only 28 here. Uh, the Scottish American says, I'll be going on 13 years in the firearms world here this coming New Year. Been a roller coaster ride, but I wouldn't change it. Met so many great people because of it, including here on the tubes. Exactly. Uh, since I've gotten involved in this YouTube stuff and uh, doing shows, I have gotten to know and actually meet so many good people. Uh, a lot of new friends. So I don't feel lonely at all, even though I live, you know alone, quote-unquote, with a cat and stuff like that. Uh, I got friends all over the place. I can go visit people. Uh, I can go shooting. There's all kinds of stuff to do. Um, Ozzy says, Tony, it's 23 degrees here. Tony says, truck says 17. Wow. So Bernie wants to know, is my yellow cake mix radioactive? I don't know about that. Captain Codebook says, Code says, I put a four-pound drop-in Palmetto State trigger in the Tipman AR-22, and it works great. Okay, so John Z. Mo EDC is out there. Good Sunday morning, Gary, and fellow gizzards. Now, Tony, responding to your question, Bending Ballistics, says... I get stuff checked, but never ask the levels. Doc said I was fine. And Abby Abby says, my lead levels are normal for someone who shoots as much as I do. So you have to generally request the lead levels to be checked. Um, It's not a standard test. It's an additional test with it. But like I said, I'm just curious... If anybody has. Um, And Gary, I'll tell you about this later. um, Why I'm asking. (laughs) If that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Captain Codebook says, Gizzer Gary's patches glow in the dark for a reason. Oh, that's probably true. Uh, Chris Lang says, I woke up this morning and found that my video titled Z-Dogs has 15,000 views. The rest of my videos have 30. How or why does that happen? I found that out with my shorts. I've been doing shorts for the last three weeks or so, uh, different guns, different knives, and I've had had one or two that's had over 5,000 views, and then I had a short the other day of my 6RP365 that got 30 views. So, 
it's hard to tell. It's however, especially on shorts, however YouTube promotes it, it gets put in the shorts feed for a certain amount of time, and then they take it out, and uh, you just never know. It's kind of hit or miss. I've had knives that I didn't think would get that many views, like the one I did yesterday, that uh, Gerber flat iron. It got a good amount of views, and uh, honestly, that's a knife I picked up at Walmart because a couple of my friends had one. It is a pretty cool knife, I will admit, but it's not an expensive knife by any means, but you just don't know what people want to watch. Uh, That's why you just put content out there and you see what will happen. And timing is everything with shorts. Um, your time is everything. Yeah, um, that's true. So I've been working on a program that will help figure out what the algorithm is for shorts. Like I'm strictly doing it for shorts. I'm not doing it for long form. I don't know how well this program is going to work, but um, to like help with tag, I know that kind of sounds like it's cheating, but in all reality, I I want to figure it out because, I mean, let's face it, I'm not working right now, so I'm bored. And I've got a big old brain, so why not do it? You know what I mean? That's true. Now, Misha, Misha says, there goes Gary talking about how many times he's been peer pressured. Boy, that's... That's really true. Hanging around with uh, the gun snob, C4 Defense, and Obnoxious One, we do tend to, hey, I bought this. You guys ought to get one. That happens all the time. It's just the things that happen with a group of friends like that, you know. Uh, They do. It's like, ooh, we all need to have this so we can all be cool together. Uh, But it's fun. Uh, I guess you I know. I feel Ron Wayne in to get the TX twenty two. Speaking of Ron Wayne, he sent me we we exchanged patches the other day. I got his patch yesterday. It's really nice. I see the gun snob out there. Good morning, snob. Speaking of the gun snob, uh, there's one of my uh, one of my influencers, people who gets me to buy things. That's one of them right there. Uh, but I wouldn't have near the recording gear, the the microphones, cameras, etc. Because he's well, the rest of them are too. But he's really good with that stuff. He checks things out and sends me links on stuff that he thinks will help me. And so, uh, you know, co- oh, go ahead. Um. Just wanted to get caught up with chat real quick. Warsaw says, all taxes are as recycled and reused money used for multiple things. Sadly, we have no say what we and what our tax dollars used for. That's true. Uh, Bernie says, J.G. Wentworth says, it's your money. Use it when you want. Mike White says, we wear a badge at work every time we take an x-ray of a pet. Yep, I'll bet you that's right. Uh, Abby says, war should be voluntarily crowdfunded and fought by the politicians that start them. That's true. 
Uh, Misha says, I laugh here in cold. It was 24 last night. Was, I was on the side of a rail car for most of the night. Wow. Uh, let's see. Defense Dad says, I feel radioactive whenever I have to attend an event that my ex-wife's family is there. Wow. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Buck says, Gizzard Gary, now you can help snob with the cows. I don't know how much help I would be. Uh, we have Plain Nut 767 out there. Good morning, everybody. Hope all is well. Tony says, people hate the SIG P365, perhaps. Maybe. Uh, DM Fuss says elevated lead levels will stop Superman's x-ray vision. That might be. Uh, Abby says I get quarterly blood work because of the medication I take. Okay. Uh, Chris Winsett said I should probably wear gloves more often when reloading and messing around with used brass. Uh, Travis T is out there in the chat. Morning, Travis. Uh, let's see. Defense Dead says videos about cheaper products that the masses can afford get more views generally. That's, I've found that to be true. My videos with the most views, believe it or not, are of Taurus. Uh, the videos about Taurus products get views. They just flat do because that's within the price range of a ton of people out there. So, no. yeah, you, you got to give the people what they want. That's for sure. Have you done anything with the Skies or anything like that? I never have, no. I've never owned a Sky. The Gun Snob has. And uh, he's he doesn't have anything bad to say. He said his ran just fine when he had it. He didn't like it, and he sold it. But it wasn't because it didn't run. He just got something else. But I've had it. Other people tell me they've had problems with theirs, so. Yeah, um, I've been looking at picking one up um, on the channel just to see, just to see. Like, I want my own input on it. Like, we've sold a bunch of them at the shop and stuff. But um, as far as me ever firing one, I never have. No, I did that with a high point. Uh, I wanted to see what all the fuss was about with a high point. I actually bought the high point JHP, the 45 ACP version. Mm -hmm. And other than the fact that it was very heavy and bulky, uh, it shot great. I won't lie to you. It, it shot great at the range. I could, I could be right on target with it. It managed recoil great, of course, because it was so heavy and, um, I never had any jams with it at all. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I guess that's kind of the thing with it. Is get what people can afford and just run it. It's not pretty, but it'll do the job. Devil Dog 17013 is out there. Says, good morning, everyone. Uh, Mike White says, same here, Gary. One short of my dog got like 5,000 uh, 5, views. Wow. Uh, let's see. Shorts are uh, a good way to grow a channel fast. Yeah, I I was giving that advice to uh, 
to try to get more subscribers interested in the channel, and it does work. I will say that it doesn't work real fast, but it's steady. If you do a short a day, you will steadily get some subs on your channel. So but yeah, you have if to be you careful. So Ozzy says, I've got three knives on order from Midway USA. Should get here Tuesday. Oh, cool. What you got coming? Uh, 223DMR says, see you folks later. I'm headed out to church. All right. We'll see you. See you later on, sir. Uh, Let's see. Tony says, I ain't a knife guy at all. I didn't used to be up until COVID when when the guns and the ammo got kind of scarce, I started getting into the knives, and now I just can't. I just can't stop. I love them. Uh, Defense Dad says, "Ozzy, I've been eyeing a couple of new knives lately too." One of my favorite knives I picked up um, within the past year or so is one of the True knives. I don't know if you've ever messed with those. No, I haven't. Um, comes in a nice um, polymer sheath. It's Molly compatible. Um, it's a nice knife. I can. It's full tain. American made. Um, serialized. They're a nice knife. Um, I've been really happy with it. I've picked up so many in the last year or so. Uh, a lot of mine aren't that expensive. I mean, under $100 and stuff. So if you look around, and you can get deals. I I visit places like Blade HQ and uh, Knife Center and Smoky Mountain Knife Works. Stuff like that. Also, Midway USA has a lot of good deals on knives. Uh, a lot of different places you can look. Yeah, like I've got some of the... Camulus, I guess that's how you say it, um, knives that I've just picked up over the years that are like full tang, um come in a sheath. They're good, like, the Camulus knives, they're good for if you're out hunting and you need to field strip a animal out there, you know what I mean? Right. It's cheap, so if you break it, it's like, hey, whatever. Okay, so uh, Defense Dad says, Ozzy, I've been eyeing a couple of new knives lately, too. Buck says, I've had one of my shorts that had 1,800 views. Yeah, sometimes they will take off. Tony says, I carry two, but that is solely for utilitarian purposes. Strangely enough, all I have on me right now is a Leatherman, and I have that on my belt. It's... uh. The Leatherman PST, the uh, the classic version, and uh, for just uh, you know onesie twosie things, it's got about everything I need in it. Uh, but different times, I grab different things to stick in my pocket, so uh, I got lots of choices. John Z says, "Okay, back to my chores. Keep talking, Gary and panel. Will do, sir." Crabby Turtle is out there. Good morning, Gizzard, and everyone just got back from the range. Morning, Crabby. <coughs> uh, let's see. Travis T says, 
A fine is a tax for doing wrong. A tax is a fine for doing well. Uh, <laughs> let's see. The gun snob says, false, you SOB. I'm not a bad influence. I'm a horrible influence. Get it right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I could save back every penny I make and not ever buy anything, but... Uh, as my uncle used to say, you can't take it with you. Uh, Tony says, I did that working in the cold shit. Now I'm old. And that me being on an open cab tractor at 20 below is out of the question. Uh, Misha says, I remember growing up biting lead weights. Yeah, me too. Putting them, putting them on the fishing pole. <laughs> yep, I did that. I only suffer from something or other, and I'm just okay. Uh, Fence Dad says, Snob is right. He's a horrible influence. How many people can't forget about the outdoor because of him? Uh, let's see. Misha says, the pores are at it again with the Taurus. Uh, hey, I like uh, the Taurus. Now, Scottish American says, Sky never buy... Those POS, seen them blow apart on the range more than once. Uh, the Gunstop says, I have plenty bad to say about Sky. I just didn't have any reliability issues with it. Okay. Uh, Defense Dad says, Sky is sadness. Uh, uh, Tony York says, second semi-auto handgun I ever fired was a high point forty-five. Two rounds. And decided I didn't like it. That makes a neat little clink when you cycle it. Go pow, clink, pow, clink. <laughs> really, you can hear it. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, yep, knife collecting is an addiction. I think the best gun or knife you can buy is the one that you can afford without breaking your bank. There you go. Like, that's my opinion. On it, um, don't get me wrong. I've got some really high end stuff, like some shadow system stuff and Daniel defenses and stuff. But honestly, my favorite firearm that I own, hands down, is a Anderson AR and a Taurus TX22. Yeah, gotta love the TX22. Uh, Chris Lang says, was at the G-Store the other day and pulled the trigger on a P365 and was not impressed. I wasn't strong enough to use a slide release either. Okay, Block 9 says, try the Sky DVG-1. It's a striker fire. It's supposed to have a better trigger than the other Skies. Uh... Let's see. DM Foss says, I used to go to church, but got tired of the priest throwing holy water, at me, holy water at me and shouting, the power of Christ compels you. Uh, <laughs> Defense Dad says, I'm looking at another old timer and a buck, both fixed blades. Um, yeah, I've got both those. <clears throat> I've got uh, the big, uh, I've got a big old timer fixed blade, plus I've got a buck, uh, a Buck Reaper that is a beautiful little fixed blade knife. So I don't have a lot of fixed blade knives, but man, those things are beautiful. Uh, Abby says current EDC knife is a Gerber Hall. Uh, That's 
Plain Nut 767 says Leathermans are excellent. Have two waves now and four waves overall due to them going missing. I don't have a wave. I have a wingman. I have a rebar. And I have the PST. So, uh, I have three so far, plus a Gerber NXT suspension. So, I have the Molda tools around here. But uh, I have them in various places. I have one that actually lives in my uh, Jeep in a little tool pouch. And uh, I have one that I carry on me, one that sits on my desk, and one in my backpack. So, I have them everywhere just in case I forget one or just need to grab it and it's right there so uh, let's see Misha says I can't forget about snob with this side mounted rainbow fart uh, defense dad says McDonald's breakfast to the rescue that'll help uh, Misha says the best gun is the one you save up and buy don't impulse or settle by that's good advice uh, I Scottish American says, I have some really nice knives. Thanks to good folks. I have had great luck with Kershaw. Good prices and great edge retention. You know what? I still don't have a Kershaw. I want to someday. Uh, the Gun Snob says, I look at an old timer every time I lose Gary. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ha ha ha. Tony York says, my daughter just told me that her pit bull went after the Catahoula mom to my pups. Big error. That Catahoula put a whooping on that pet. There's a reason they use Catahoulas to hunt hogs. Wow. Uh, let's see. Abby says, I have a rebar in the armory. I usually have it in my bag. Uh, Dan Foss says, Gary isn't old, he's dry-aged. There you go. Though I did buy a humidifier a couple days ago. Uh, Tony a said, my... what's that? You bought a humidifier? Yes, sir. Oh, well. It's dry. It's dry here in this apartment in the wintertime. Uh, skin gets dried out. It gets... Hard to breathe, sinuses dry out and everything else. So I like to add a little bit of humidity to it. So, uh, yep. Uh, let's see. Chris Lang says the Scottish American. I also carry Kershaw every day. I love it. Uh, Ozzy says my dear field dressing knife is a buck. Tony York says I carry Rough Rider knives. Really good for the dollars. You know, I've seen those. I've seen those. I haven't bought one of those yet. I've been wondering if they were good knives or not. Uh, let's see. Scottish American says, I have a Kershaw that cost less than $20. Been nine years or so. Still works great and holds the edge well. Ozzy says, Gary, I sent you pics of the three new knives on order. One of them is a Kershaw. Captain Codebook says, I want a Crocodile Dundee knife. That's not a knife. Uh, okay, so let's take a look at what Ozzy sent me here. Three knives on order. Okay, so there's one that's a... It's a nice looking knife. Browning. 
looks like. So, okay, here's the second one. And it, there's your Kershaw. That's a pretty color. Okay. And number three, another browning. This one's kind of cool. I like that design. That's pretty. Very cool. All right. So R4 Mississippi Thunder says, I love my Kershaw. This one is USA made. May Oh, this one is USA made well. And my late mother bought it for me. Well, there you go. Now, Misha says, I just hope you're happy with the Microtech. Uh, the Microtech's sitting right in front of me on my desk, and man, I use that thing practically every day. I absolutely love it. So, yeah, I'm happy with the Microtech. You better believe it. Just hope I don't wear it out. But uh, <clears throat> it's got a good edge on it. I found that. It's the uh, first out the front I ever bought that didn't have a crappy blade. This one's actually got a good edge. And, uh, yeah, I have used it quite a bit. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, Damn it, you're tempting me into buying more knives, LOL. Oh, yeah. I think you should buy more knives. Uh, you know, if you go out, hint, hint, go out to my uh, Amazon store, link in the description, uh, you can go to my uh, Gizzard Gearing Knives idea list and you can see some of the stuff I have. You click on those links and yeah, support the channel. A little bit of self-promotion here. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, I finally I, fi I finally was improved, approved in the Amazon Influencer program. So I do have my own Amazon store now. That's kind of cool. Uh, DM Foss says, I really like my Kershaw Cryo 2. Captain Codebook says, got to run for a bit. Hope to be back soon. If not, best wishes to all and see you in the new year. Misha says, I use mine all the time. Only thing is it hates, only thing it hates is cardboard, but that's what the Benchmade bailout is for. Okay, so we got a couple... Uh, M. Gabriel says, I think OTF blades are too thin and can't take any sideways force. Well, you got to be a little careful with them. So, got to catch up on some emails here. So, uh, let me put some stuff on the screen for you to look at. This first one is from Chris Lang. He says, just in case nobody knows what a Z-Donk is. Oh, my God, you're kidding me. Is that real? That is so cool. A Z-Donk. <laughs> cool. I did not. I did not know what a Z-Donk was. That's awesome. All right. So, Defense Dad. Sending me this. Let's take a look at it. Get it on the screen here. 
This is an old timer heritage fixed blade. This may have to be my birthday present to myself this month. Sounds good to me. You should treat yourself. All right, and uh, one more email. This is from Chris Lang. And he says, My EDC little used. Now that's got a combo blade on it. Now I'm not much for... I don't like serrations in my blade, but I suppose depending on what you're doing with it, that might come in handy. So, uh, that's cool. All right. So, let's get caught back up in the chat. Uh, Devil Dog says, every five years I buy a USMC birthday edition K-Bar. Not bad at about 80 to $100. Am Gabriel says, I like cryo also. The Scottish American says, I'm more impressed with my $20 knives than the Microtech I was gifted earlier in the year. Edge retention is horrible. Clip gets loose a lot. Requires a special tool they don't even offer for sale. Um, I know the tools you can find on Amazon. If you're talking about the... Uh, the Microtech wrenches, there are third-party people out there that make those. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says, My Spyderco Efficient is a fantastic knife. Now, Bjorn's out there. Bjorn says, I just make my own knives. Well, that's even cooler. Uh, Dean Foss says, I've never been interested in the OTF-style knives. Abby says, Is the Kershaw grid any good? Uh, Devil Dog says, ah, yes, crosses between zebras and donkeys. Cute little buggers. Uh, let's see. Abby says, I'll probably get a 1022 or a CZ457 for my birthday. And Misha throws in there, yeah, look up Microtech Disassembly Tool. They even have them on Amazon. Uh, Chris Lang says, didn't like the serrations either. However, it's very handy. Yeah, I suppose it would. I do have one knife that's that way. I just I just don't prefer it. But there's sometimes, depending on what you're cutting, especially like nylon rope or something like that, uh, the serrations would make it much easier to get that cut started. That's for sure. Uh, Devil Dog says, my current EDC knife is an M-Tech M1012 USMC licensed lock blade. Cost me about $25. And I've had it for about seven years now. Cool. Well, we're going strong. We have 32 people out there in the chat. So glad to have all of you. Tony said serrated blades are hard to sharpen. Yeah, I've heard that. You've got to use kind of a special tool for that versus the normal stuff that you would uh, sharpen a straight blade knife with. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's that. So anyway, we are, uh, 
We are in hour number two of the early bird chat, and we are about 20 minutes away from the giveaway. And uh, the hashtag for that giveaway today is hashtag EBC162. As it says on the ticker down at the bottom of the screen, hashtag EBC162. So Devil Dog says, anything I carry in the field, fixed blade, however, is always full tang and carbon steel. Yeah, you got to go full tang. You got to. Uh, Misha says, I stopped buying cheap, ni- cheap knives after a lock failed and almost cut the tip off to the bone. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the lockup is very important. Uh, test those things out. Uh, before I buy a knife, I always make sure it's centered. Make sure that uh, not only it opens easily, but it locks back firmly and can be released easily. Uh, Sometimes there's defects in how they're made, but yeah, definitely watch out for the cheap knives. That being said, I own plenty of them in my day. So, and I still have a, uh, I still have a container back in my closet full of the $5 $5 Walmart knives that I've owned over the years. <laughs> uh, Tara says, I'm carrying an automatic knife made by Infinity that is Antler. Well, that's interesting. Smeggy42 is out there. Good. My auto knife is a Cobra Tech. A Cobra Tech, okay. I've heard of those. Yeah, they're pretty decent knives. I've had a couple others, but these were basically gun show knives. You know, $50 range. Definitely not the highest quality in the world, so. Yeah. All right, so. No, I get that. Let's see. So, uh, what's everybody... What's everybody got planned for the rest of the day? It's Sunday. It's probably cool out in most of the country anyway. Hopefully the weather's nice where you are. Just wondering, are people staying indoors? Or are they going to go out and do things this afternoon? Uh, perhaps going out shooting or doing something else? Misha says sleep. And Tony says not freezing my ass off. That's always a good plan. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, to tell you the truth. I'm probably not freezing my ass off either. Uh, Let's see. Wood says, got to stick up for my buck 110, Post Falls, Idaho. Nothing wrong with a buck 110, that's for sure. That being said, I don't own a 110. I do own a 112. A little bit smaller version. Mine actually is the 112 Auto Elite. Uh, You want to talk about a beautiful knife though. That thing's a beast. Tony says I got to get a Suburban in a Chevette size garage. That's going to be a trick. That's going to be a good trick. Anything will fit if you angle it right. 
<laughs> oh, well, you might get it in there. Might scratch it up a little bit, but I'll bet you get it in there. Uh, Devil Dog says, I'm at work in the middle of a fog bank with maybe 100 feet of visibility trying to keep an eye on a gate I can barely see. Uh, Gunpowder says, Tardot took himself to work. I'm hanging shelves and unpacking boxes in the condo. Five people should not have this much stuff. <coughs> uh, let's see. Smeggy says, just spit on it, Tony. Uh, <laughs> Abby says, got to clean some from last night, and I'll probably just play Assassin's Creed with my girlfriend today. Uh, let's see. Tony says, I'm lying. I already got it in, but you cannot walk around it. Well, there you go. That's funny. That happens. Let's see. All right, so uh, I do know that later today, I'd like to remind everybody that there are other live streams typically that run on a Sunday, including after this one, Georgia Trapping and Fishing at uh, 1 p.m. Central. Uh, on some Sundays, Locked and Loaded Latinos, usually around 5 p.m. Central, uh, definitely foreign and domestic on the Scottish American channel at 6 p.m. Central. And uh, this week, Unloaded on the Unloaded Media channel at 7.30 p.m. If you follow my channel, if you subscribe on YouTube and go to my community tab, I usually post links to all of these shows so everybody can go out and see who else is on Sunday because I like to share because I'm good like that. Or at least I try to be. So Block sure, 9 Block 9 says right now I'm changing the upper and lower ball joints on my work truck forward. Uh, the gun snub says I have to put a Suburban in a Chevette size garage every time Mystic lets me. Okay. Uh, DM Foss says, I will spend the day keeping the couch from floating away. That's a good plan, too. Uh, Abby says, also going to dry fire. I try to get in a couple hundred reps every few days. Uh, Tony says, nice thing is, I have another Suburban that is the same thing, but I broke the rear end on it. The, uh -oh. old, one the old one ran good and has plenty of make this one good parts. Okay. Uh, if it works, it works. That's right. Wood says, got up, looked outside, decided it looked too peeply out there, fixing to nap instead. Yeah, you always got that option. You always got that option. So, let's see. DM Foss says, Snob also dry fires when he's parking in Suburban. Yeah, that's true. Ha, ha, ha. So, uh, what the heck? Let's do, let's do a little bit of shout outs for some other people. I know a guy out in New York State that sells some really cool displays 
and uh, he has a website so let's take a look at what he's got R&L Displays creates beautifully handcrafted wooden firearm display kits that give you endless options to display your firearms in different ways. With an interchangeable magazine design you can effortlessly go from a wall mount firearm display to a desk or table stand. Also now available are pistol display stands. All products are handcrafted in New York, USA. So remember visit rndldisplays.com that's right and uh, that business is uh, ran by none other than uh, our friend uh, Rob D who has the New York Outcast channel and I have a couple of those displays they are beautiful they are awesome and uh, yeah check those out Tony says the early watch should return from hiatus 1-9-2023 so yeah, few people taking some time off for the holidays. So, uh, let's see. Abby says, if I have time, I might stream Assassin's Creed or Fallout 4 today. And also says, that's why I use self-checkout. If I remember correctly, that's called social anxiety. Doesn't make you a bad person. Uh, Bernie says, sorry guys, my blood pressure is climbing out of control with this damn game. France makes two goals in two minutes to tie the game. Wow. Wow. That's quite a game, though. Hmm. See, Tony said ours wasn't holidays, it was sanity. Well, kind of sort of the same thing. You take a holiday to get your sanity back. So, DM Foss says, Gizzard Gary, I had trouble parking my Suburban, but after buying an RNL display, that problem went away. There you go. It cures a lot of things. Cures a lot of things, that's for sure. So, Abby says, Who's France playing against? I think Argentina. I don't know too much about it. Yeah, it's Argentina for the World Cup. So is this a final? Yeah, it's the World Cup of soccer. Right, right, right. But I didn't know if this was a final game or because that's been going on a while. Yeah, um, this is the final, final, final game. Hmm. Well, I missed it. How about that? So, anyway, I'm well, we call it football. We call it soccer in the United States, but this is football. That's right. All right. So, so, so. Just remind everybody: there's a swag giveaway at 11 a.m. Central. That's about eight minutes from now, and that hashtag is. Hashtag EBC162, you can put that in YouTube or Facebook, if you're watching there, or Twitch, if you're watching there. Have you played with the idea of starting a Twitter? I have a Twitter. Can you stream on Twitter for StreamYard? You can. However, people can't 
there's no text chat there. Oh. That's the only bad thing about it. And I can only go with the level of StreamYard I have. I'm only allowed to go to three platforms at once. I have streamed on Twitter. But uh, I do know that I do occasionally have people watching out there on Twitch. So uh, right now, this is where I go to. For me to move up to the professional plan would be twice as much as what I'm paying now. And I just don't. I'll be honest with you, I don't want to pay any more for streamer than I already am, so. I get it. I use a free version of it um, myself. Okay. Um, Debbie says, Debbie I have says, a Twitter, but wouldn't recommend would visiting it if you value your sanity. Uh, got a little bit of feedback there from you, Benny. Sorry, I just put you in my pocket. Um, I'm oh. working in my gun room. For a I second, see. my hydrometer fell down in my gun room. Oh no! Because I'm having to hang it back up. Uh, well, it's from beating and banging on this wall early this morning at like six thirty this morning. I'm, oh yeah, that'll do it. I've got to put a. I'm gonna run electricity, and so I was nailing in uh, electrical boxes. And it knocked yeah. off my hydrometer. So I've got one of those Hornaday hydrometers for inside this room. Yeah. I'm maintaining a relative humidity right now in my gun room at 41%, which is right at perfect. Really perfect is between 40 and 55%. So yeah. I'm a little on the low side of it. But it still is doing really good, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I don't have a dehumidifier in here. I just have the the Eva Dry. Well, I just have these things right here. These Eva Dry silica packs. Mm-hmm. And I can uh, plug into the wall and dry out. They've got a little heater in them. And I've got two of those in here, and they're doing a really good job. Okay, so let's see. One of my stream artists having trouble keeping up with YouTube chat. Let's see. Mine was doing that the other night. Ozzy says, I have a Chevette that dreams of being a Suburban. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Innuendo going on out there, of course. Uh, Abby says, I'm surprised I haven't been banned from Twitter yet. Uh, let's see. Tony says, hmm, first issue to need serious checking is no blower. Number two, and maybe worse, is no fuel gauge. And that's bad. Uh, Abby says, I'm not trying to get banned, but I'm also... Not trying to not get banned. Yeah. All right. So we have 27 people so far entered in the giveaway. About three and a half minutes to go. Uh, Devil Dog says, this is the only social media account I have. No Twitter, no Instagram, no Facebook, nothing. 
working in private security, I won't open myself up to all the bullshit out there. I can now, emphasize with that there's a lot of shit that goes on on oh, social yeah, media. Oh, yeah, there are. And I did have a personal Twitter account. I got rid of that. Uh, I can follow what I need to follow. I use Twitter to follow news feeds more than I do anything else. And uh, I can do everything I need to do with my uh, with my uh, Gizzard Gary Twitter account. So, uh, I see Warsaw is out there entering the giveaway on two of his backup channels. Okay, he's trying to increase those odds. He's cheating. Yes, but cheating is allowed. I mean, we've got people who go out on three different platforms and enter the giveaway, so. I mean, there's really no way to keep people from doing it anyway. And, uh, hey, that just means that's just that much more viewership. So, oh, I'm it, just giving him a hard time. Now, Warsaw says it ain't cheating. It increases your chances of winning. There you go. Uh, now, I've noticed on on my Friday night show that we had a good number of people win from the Facebook side. I think one time we actually did have somebody win from Twitch. So, let's see. Abby says, Twitter is where I have no filter. Instagram is where I have a mild filter. Devil Dog says, if I worked in a less visible profession, I might consider it, but not with what I've chosen to do. Uh, Tony said, I was just thinking that I don't collect patches or stickers. I guess I am collecting Suburbans. There's, how many channels do you have, Warsaw? I saw Warsaw Patriot Woodworks, Warsaw Patriot Backup Channel, and then Warsaw Patriot's other, other channel. Wow. (laughs) That's interesting. Oh, he says that's a fraud. Really? It's got a picture of tofu on it. <laughs> he says, remove that account. I can't remove it. I didn't create it. Uh, let's see. So we have about 20 seconds to the giveaway. We've got 30 people entered out there. So as soon as the clock ticks over officially to 11 o'clock, I will hit that button. Gun website says, does Poland have good tofu? I do not know. Here goes the giveaway. So good luck, everybody. And the winner is XAdam1. So congratulations, XAdam1. You are the winner of the early bird chat giveaway. Uh... I do have an address for you, but if you want to update it, please send that to me at winner, W-I-N-N-E-R, at gizzardgary.com. And uh, I'll get that out in the mail to you right away. So congratulations to X Adam 1. 
X Adam one one. Yay. All right. Very good. I'm trying to figure out where I want to put this other electrical box. Um, I suggest on the wall. Well, yeah, but I'm torn between this stud over here or between this stud over here. It's a four box. So it's a double box. I don't know if I want it here or if I want it here. Or do I want to go get two singles and get rid of the double box and do a single here and a single here? You really need them that close together? Um, For my uh, dehumidifier that's going in here, it's going to be on its own circuit. Oh. Well, if it's a separate circuit, then yeah, you'll probably want single boxes. Or do I go just with a four plug and call it good? That's up to you. Okay, I got X Adam one. I did get your address. Thank you. I'll get that out to you directly. And my uh, my buddy George George Grayson Kent has joined me in the chair, so. He's going to help me host here for a while. He'll be my co-host, I guess. Uh, let's see. Tony says you can cut a standard plug into two separate circuits. Um, G-Web says uh, morning, but I've been here the whole time. Good morning. John Z says back to my chores. Uh, let's see. Now, Anybody in the chat that's an electrician in the southwest region of Kentucky? <laughs> I don't know what your chances are, but hey, we can always ask. Uh, G-Web says no one needs that many circuits. Ha, 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 ha. That's all right. It's not need, it's want. He has the right to keep and bear circuits. <laughs> <laughs> it's a constitutional right. Okay, so <clears throat> uh, let's see. Tony says, I have done a few electrician gigs. I see Agorizer out there in the chat. Congrats, Adam, and hello, Cluckers, from a crisp, undisclosed location in Missouri. Tony says, but I ain't in Kentucky. Now, Dan Foss says, I'm not an electrician, but I've been shocked many times. There you go. Uh, I've done some electrical work, but uh, I'm not certified to do so. So I would definitely not be a person you'd want to ask for any kind of advice. Uh, you need somebody who knows what they're doing? That would not be me. Well, I've played with like 420 and uh, 8. 840 volts and 1,000 volt circuits um, in my job throughout my years. I just don't know that it's different doing it at work than it is at home. Because if you mess up at home, it burns down your house. That's true. And the insurance companies tend to frown on that. Uh, <clears throat> and your uh, your city might too. 
Uh, so this is from Bjorn. Said one of the knives I have made. Old picture. Well, that's cool. So yeah, I'm just kind of torn right now on where I want it to go and do I want to run one up by the ceiling that way if I have any more lights that I can do like plug and play on the ceiling with. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all my lighting is here. In here is plug and play shop lighting. Now this is from, this picture is from Chris Lang and he says Hillbilly High Viz. Well, there you go. A little bit of orange paint on top of the side. That'll do it. If it fits, it ships. That's right. That is absolutely right. I mean, it'll work. Here's a little bit, a little bit different picture of it, actually, as you're viewing the sites. So it'll give you a little bit better idea. But yeah, you can definitely see that. It does make it a little bit easier. The only thing that I would say about it is somebody mistaking it for a toy. Like, I'm not saying Chris Lang would mistake it for a toy or anything like that, but you know as well as I do. Well, I'm sure anybody that has kids that are my age, they remember toys back then. They were painted orange on the front. Yeah. But on the other hand... uh the way this is just on the top of the site, nobody's going to see it from the front anyway, chances are. And uh, so I don't think that's going to be an issue. Okay, so let's see. Tony says, positive, neutral, and grounds. That's all there is to it. Uh, Plain Nut 767 says, had electrical training in high school. Been a while since I rewired anything in my home. Don't even have a current NEC book. Uh, let's see. Tony says, in the new cabin, I'm going 122, 40, and 12 volt. That complicates things a bit. Ozzy says, I like nail polish over paint. Yeah. Uh, DM Foss says, sites are for people with low capacity magazines. <laughs> and Smeggy says, I helped my dad wire our house up north when I was a kid. We did his room, then he disappeared. I went into my room and shocked the shit out of myself. Turns out he went away to kill the power. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, G-Web says, also, many, many generations lived through realistic toy guns. Lawyers ruined toy guns, not any neglect or major safety issues, in my opinion. Uh, Bjorn says the blade is pattern welded steel. Tony said we had some great toy guns in the 1960s. Yes, we did. That's when toy guns were actually cool. I think George woke up from his nap and he's kind of, he just wanted to sit here and cuddle. He doesn't talk a whole lot, so... Really, he's not the best. 
He's not the best co-host for what amounts to pretty much a radio show here. I mean, we don't do a whole lot visually on here. But uh, he's not much of a talker. He's more of a lover than he is a talker. But uh, George isn't going to know what to do now that you're going to be home all the time. Oh, I imagine he'll like it. Uh, he doesn't let the fact that I'm here keep him from taking his nap when he wants to take it. He he knows where he can go. Oh, Bjorn says it's also known as Damascus steel. Oh yeah. I do like me some Damascus steel. Let's see. Smeggy says, put in more plugs than you think you'll need. That's always good advice. Well, that's why I'm adding these three extras. Not necessarily that I need them, but I know what's going to happen the second I don't. I'm going to need them. And I'm not going to want to tear out part of this wall to run more plugs again. Yeah, whoever designed this apartment didn't put in near enough outlets. You'll find that a lot with stuff that was made, you know, built 50 or 60 years ago. Nowadays, people put plenty of outlets in places. Well, with these three that I'm adding here, it will add, it will make one, two, three, six outlets in a 7 by 13 room. Yeah, Which, right. in essence, should be plenty, I would think. It should be. Anything that keeps you from having to run extension cords and stuff like that. Yeah, that's my biggest thing, is I don't want to have extension cords in this room. No. If I can keep from it. That's absolutely true. So Bjorn said it's not hard to make, but I've been making them since 10 years ago. It's nice to have skills like that and to be crafty. I I wish I knew how to do stuff like that. I just, I'm just not crafty, I guess. Or not in that respect, I guess, maybe. Maybe I'm good with some of the other things I do. Maybe I'll find something. Ozzy says, if it's a separate circuit, go with the double box with four outlets. The future the future will thank you. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing a four outlet on the bottom, and I'm thinking about putting one towards the ceiling. Um, but I'm the legal height of a leprechaun, so I don't really know how high I can get it to the ceiling with being able to reach it. Yeah. So, Tony says, I think I'm going to do 10 doubles and one 4 by box in a 12 by 24 cabin. Uh, Devil Dog says, Gary, that's true, but 50 to 60 years ago, they weren't worried about plugging in computers, chargers, and all the other stuff we use today. They only worried about lights, TV, radios, and appliances. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Back then, they didn't have near as much electrical stuff as we do today. So well, when good- I redo my kitchen, I'm starting on my kitchen here after I finish this room up. This room, honestly, is my priority of getting finished. And then after this, I'm going to my kitchen, and I only have two, three, 
four, five plugs in my kitchen. And they're all single, like 1950s single prong plugs. Well, just the dual prong plugs. They don't have the triple ground. So I had to buy all those adapters for the triple ground. And... Ugh, it's a pain. But I've been redoing this house since I've owned it. Um, I've already redone the entire basement. And I have... Between in my gun room and the living room that's down here. Well, not my gun room, my reloading room and the living room down here. I have 24 plugs throughout those two rooms. Okay. And then the bathroom has a double, but the bathroom's tiny. And then, but I need to add some of the hallways and stuff like that. So, PlayNet767 says, yes, but some of those devices probably sucked more power than some of the modern devices. Yeah, they weren't nearly as energy efficient as the stuff we have today. And then you take into account the wiring that they used in some of those older houses. Man, it's, it's a wonder more places didn't burn down. That and the fuse boxes I had. They had the, the glass fuses in them, the screw-in fuses. Yeah. <laughs> and people, people when they had a short, they'd get tired of their fuse blowing all the time, so they'd put a penny in behind it so it would short across there. Real bad idea, by the way. <laughs> yeah, let's take a let's take a twenty or a thirty amp circuit that keeps blowing, and it's probably blowing for a reason, and. Uh, Let's bypass that fuse entirely. Uh, no, bad idea. Bad idea. Fix, fix what needs fixing, man. There's a reason that's set up that way. Yeah, like I've been redoing, I redid all the wiring in my house. Uh, like I've ran new wires for everything. Like as I've been remodeling areas, I've ripped out all the wiring and went from a fuse box. A fuse box was the first, or breaker box, I guess you could say, was the first thing that I redid. I ripped out the old screw-in fuses and went with breakers. And so, like, I did the upstairs bathroom. That was my first task. Um, Gutted it out, redid all the plugs in there, put RFIDs and all that jazzy good stuff throughout there. And then, Can you even buy those screw-in fuses anymore? Yeah. So there's a hardware store here that sells them. Oh, wow. I haven't seen um, them in ages. Of course, well, I haven't looked know, for them either. But. You got to realize, we've got really old houses here. Um, And my area, there's not a whole lot of money here, realistically. Um. Not in retrospect to like if you compared it to Kansas City, Missouri, or out where you are, where everything's a lot more modern. You'd have to go to like Bowling Green to run into the more modernized stuff. So Gunpowder Beauty said the Hell House renovation has old knob and tube wiring. It was old glass fuses about fifteen years ago. Not a lot of updates done on this house. 
Uh, Chris Lang says the boss likes an outlet every four feet and 36 inches up so you don't have to bend over. Lots of outlets. And uh, Rob D., the New York Outcast, is out there. Good morning, everyone. You just missed our RNL display commercial a few minutes ago. Uh, so there's the guy who makes those fine displays. He has joined us. Uh, Plain Nut 767 says, When I bought my house, it had a fuse box, and some of the wires were marked by the Bronx Cable Company, the inventors of BX Cable. It also had a fabric covering over the insulation. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it looks like Single Shot has returned. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> phone's been ringing like Grand Central Station here this morning. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hopefully not anything bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sister and my brother call and chit-chat there for a little bit. I see. Well, that's good. Oh, yeah. I got to call and talk to my son this afternoon and see how he's doing. So. Damn. So, all kinds of cool stuff going on out there. Uh, we still have 27 people out there in the audience still going along strong in hour number three of the early bird chat. Uh, it's a cold day across most of the country. Um, uh, see, there's been a lot of talk the last few minutes about electrical wiring and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Let's see, Gunpowder says, we're taking all the plaster walls down, leaving the frames and rewire the whole house, adding new outlets to make sure every room has at least one plug for every wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a, ma a major undertaking. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, you want to talk about major undertaking? It's building a gun room. Chris Long <laughs> says my house has exposed wires in some of the house, non-functional, oh. of course. Wow. Yeah, luckily I live in an apartment and. Uh, as far as I can tell, all the wiring in this place is in good shape. There's just, especially in the living room, I wish it had a few more outlets in there, but uh, it is what yeah. it is. Uh, I see Jacob S. is out there. Good morning, hello, Jacob. Hello, The winner of the Foul Territory 200 giveaway on Friday. Uh, good won the one today, Gary. Uh, X Adam one. X Adam one. So Gunpowder Beauty says replace and update new breakers and panel box, new lights, and ripping out tiny closets to make hideaway gun safes. Ooh. Oh. Cool. Nice. Uh, Tony. Tony says I need to remove all the plaster in three rooms of my house. I plan to die before I get to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pain in the ass. I'll tell you. Yeah, I remember you know dad, dad doing that. You know what a real pain in the neck is? Um, mm. Do any of you guys have... Well, I know you don't have a basement, basement Gary, but um, 
Do you have a basement at your house? Yep, I do. Do you have drywall in your basement? No. Oh. So when I took on the undertaking of redoing my basement, there was drywall all the way through it, which I was like, okay, cool. It's all studded up and everything like that. Oh, was I mistaken. Love me to... I've had to stud... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight walls in order to hang up new um, drywall because they just had the uh, fairing strips up there that they nailed into yeah. the bricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, my lantern. It was awful. Mm. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. That first fire that I was ever through happened at the old farmhouse that we used to live at many, many years ago. And they had to tear out plaster and lies. Tear all that mess out. Oh my God, what a mess. Gee. Smoking water. Turning can be a mess too. Yeah, it can be. Been there and done that one too. So Chris Lang sent this picture. He said, carve this from an old axe head I found buried in the yard. Wow. That looks good. And there's another picture of it. You want to see the whole thing. Let's see. Here we go. DM Fuss says, I put a wall safe in the hall closet five years ago. Last month, my wife asked me if it's always been there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gunpowder says, a room in the basement is a room they used back in the early 1900s for coal. The window area is where they would drop the coal down into the house. Really weird. Yeah, I'd heard of that. Uh, Tony said, I wouldn't ever put drywall in a basement. Drywall don't like water, and basements tend to. Yep. I had drywall in that basement back in my old house. What a mess. Yeah. What a mess. I don't get any water in my basement, knock on wood. Um, Like, even my gun room is down here in my basement, and you saw what the humidity was at in it. So, I've got to uh, get a dehumidifier for mine downstairs. So Jacob S. says, yeah, I tore out all the plaster and drywall in the bathroom in my house. Not clean dismantling at all. Uh-uh. No. No, and I painted all my brick with uh, kills. After it was all done, then I resealed it with that, uh, whatever that rubber seal is that you roll on, uh, for basements. What's that stuff called? They make a, like a, you roll it on like it's paint, but it's super, super thick. So I painted my bricks with kills, and then I went back behind 
it's like called dry seal or something like that for basements. And I just resealed all my basement, um, especially where the uh, brick foundation is and the block foundation is. I resealed all that. But we didn't really need it, but I went ahead and did it. So, uh, Rob D says, you can use drywall made for moisture. Same kind that goes in a bathroom, and it's normally not a problem. That's true. Now, Jacob S. says, I'm actually putting up strips of three-quarter by uh, one-and-a-half-inch plywood on top of the old drywall for the ceiling because of how bad it looks. Got blowing insulation above it. Going to put drywall on the strips to redo the ceiling to make it better. Uh, CNT Designs and Arms is out there. What's up, hey, Coop? CMT. What's up, Coop? Yeah, I mean, the fairing strips are good if you're trying to, I guess, overall save some money. But um, when I went, when we redid the upstairs, living room, bathroom, hallway, bedrooms, and all that stuff, um, I pulled out all my old insulation. Like, I, I had a company come out and suck it all out before we ever moved in here. And I ripped down all the drywall before I ever moved in here and redid all that then report all my insulation. That's honestly one of the best things I ever did. So Gunpowder Beauty says, I'm letting all that pent-up aggression out of this house with a hammer, bust a wall, <laughs> let it fall to a tarp, put it in a contractor bag, and toss it in the dumpster for trash day. Yep. Now Rob D says, just leave a half gap on the bottom. Don't ever let it touch the floor. Now Chris Lang says, mix your kills into your drywall mud. Makes priming way easier. Uh, let's see. Jacob S. says, still all good drywall above. It's just starting to sag a little bit. Probably the nails have backed out. If you could find the studs um, and run fresh drywall screws up in there to pull it back up and then cover it over, like fill in that hole, patch that hole or whatever, um, you'd be good, in my opinion. Gunpowder says, we're so close to a train, plaster walls are annoying. We'll always have high maintenance keeping up with the walls and cracks. Yes. All right. So, watching a little bit about what's got people talking back and forth to each other out there in the chat. Uh, let's see. What about this chat? We talk about construction. We talk about animals. We talk about guns. Food. Don't forget food. food. Mm. Dude, I love it. Like, we have a really good conversation here. I love it. So, Gunpowder says, I told Tardot we're skipping a bunch of drywall by installing recessed, recessed shelves. Yeah, that's not a bad idea either. I was considering that for here, um, adding recessed shelves, 
where the uh, studs are for this door since I framed up this wall. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I need I need to do something for my ammo storage, like legitimately. I was on the phone with Ron Wayne last night, and I was talking to him about it. He's like, just build a shelf and put it in there. That sounds good and dandy until somebody realizes how big the shelf would have to be. That's true. Hmm. So I got this picture from Bjorn. It says, stuff I have made, and this is copper rose and silver bracelets. Nice. These are the silver bracelets. I haven't shown you the copper rose yet. So Those are nice. Kind of got ahead of myself here, so let me show you the other picture, which is pretty darn impressive, too. It's been nice to be crafty. There you go. There's your copper rose. That's That's nice. Talent. Wish I had talent. Oh, well. You got what you got, I suppose. Okay, back to the chat. Let's see. Uh, Jacob S. says, The previous drywall sheets are 16 inches by 36 all throughout the house. It was done the old way with the walls having one-inch sheetrock on the outside of the drywall sheets. Uh, <laughs> C&T Designs and Arms says, Gizzard Gary chats are always about life in general, and that's what makes them a great time. That's true. Uh, Gunpowder says, Sun's room will be on the backside of recessed shelves, so we're doing pegboard to hang up all the kids' Nerf guns. Cool! <laughs> That's a hell of an idea. Right. <coughs> so it is... 11.30 a.m. Central. That means we've got an hour and a half left to go in the show. Here on Early Bird Chat number 162. So, let's see. Get anything you want to talk about out there in the chat? Throw something out there. Jacob S. says, we have a bucket for our Nerf stuff. I don't own any Nerf stuff. I'm torn where I want this box. Okay, so we better find something. Better find something to talk about. So let me look at something real quick out here. Let's see. Aha. Uh-huh. And my uh, my Kansas City Chiefs play the Houston Texans today at no. noon. Nice. So... And then next weekend, they actually play on Saturday. But, yeah, I was visiting my daughter and my son-in-law yesterday, and we 
we went ahead and bought some food for next weekend for Christmas, and she's going to have a big feed there again. So she said, why don't you come down, uh, just come down Saturday and spend the night. And I haven't spent the night there in quite a while, so uh, it'll be fun. So uh, Jacob Benz says, anybody store the Nerf darts in actual ammo cans? Hmm. Gunpowder says, I have three big totes for all their gun stuff. It's absolute chaos. So I am trying to get organization for those dang kids. Uh, Tacos and French fries, the great American breakfast out there. And he throws out the go Cowboys. Uh, G Web says, Question Are you going to go over your channel stats that you posted? And Taco says, congrats on retirement, Gary. Thank you. Channel stats that I posted. Which ones? Which, I guess I'm confused as to what what he's in reference to. I have went over, as of uh, Friday, I did go over 2,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. So Congratulations, Gary. I am actually, let me look right now and see, 2009 is where I'm sitting right now. Good deal. Thanks to everybody who has subscribed. But let's see, Gunpowder says, Jacob, the boy has two plastic plastic ammo cans for all his Nerf bags. It's covered in gun channel stickers he stole from me. There you go. <laughs> uh, Abby says, tempted to get some gas blowback airsoft guns that will somewhat match the dimensions and weight of my rifle and pistol. Okay. And Ozzy, Ozzy throughout the Go Chiefs kingdom. I wonder if G-Webs is in reference to the are you in reference to the foul territory stuff that I posted on Friday? Is that what you're in reference to? Uh, Gunpowder said, son tried to steal my metal ammo cans and I almost had to throw down with an eight-year-old. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have the kids stealing. Just get them their own stuff so they don't have to steal. I have... Oh, the Foul Territory 200 Awards. Okay. So, uh... He's in reference to the... What I did on Friday night. And, uh... Let's see. That is... I guess we got time to do it, but that is... This right here, now this is talking about the Friday night show primarily, so, but it gives you an idea. We've had, we had our 200th show on Friday and I've been keeping track, I've been keeping track over the years as to who all's been on my panel. So I had, uh, I wanted to honor the 10, the 10 people who had been on my show the most times over those (laughs) first 199 episodes so uh 
Number 10 on that list was uh, Gun Websites himself, who'd been on the show 43 times. And uh, then number 9 on that list is uh, Two Live Moo, who'd been on the show 52 times. And then number 8 is Gun Toting Pacifist, who'd been on 53 times. Uh, Number 7 was Guns of Barbecue, 56 appearances. Number six was Kingpin with 63 appearances. And what's funny about that is he hasn't been on my show in the last two years. So those are all from way back in the early part of foul territory. Uh, Number five is my buddy Sarge, C4 Defense, with 72 appearances. Number four is Glimtech Arms. Now he's Hasn't been on in a while because, well, his life has taken him other directions and he hasn't had much time to be on YouTube. But he's been on 79 times. And then we go with the usual suspects for number three, which is Rich White. When we go from number four with 79, number three is 158. So he's been on twice as many times as number four. So, and then number two is uh, the Gun Snob with 172. And then number one on my panel would be Obnoxious One, and he's been on 179 shows. Which means in the whole history of me doing that program, he's only missed 20 shows. That's a pretty good record. Mm. I must say. Now, if you want to go over just the last 100 episodes, then... You have Gun Websites again at number 10, then Defense Dad, Glimtech Arms, Pat and a Bunker comes into there, C4 Defense, 2 Live Moo, and Guns of Barbecue, who has been fairly new in the last year or so. Then the same three at the top, Rich White, the Gun Snob, and Obnoxious 1. Um... Let's see, so for, uh... Just this year alone, then we're talking Gun Tony Pacifist at number 10, Jason Stewart at number 9, uh, 2 Live Moo, C4 Defense, Pat in a Bunker, Guns of Barbecue, Gun Websites, uh, Rich White, The Gun Snob, and Obnoxious One. And then we look at prize winners. And these are the people who have won the Foul Territory Prize the most often. Travis T. has won 13 times. Wow. Midnight Range has won 10. Uh, Western Probes in Yoder, Texas has won 8 times. Gun Tony Pacifist, 6 times. Defense Dad, 6 times. And Guns and Barbecue, 5 times. Now, as far as the Chick-fil-A gift cards that I give out on Friday nights, and I've done that 44 times so far. And Gunpowder Beauty has won the most times of all. She has won five chicken dinners from me, so she must like the chicken. Defense Dad's won four, and uh, Guns of Barbecue and Rob D have each won three times. So then we come to the Aegis Gun Care Giveaway, which has been going on for one year now. Wow. And Ozzy Horsborn has won three times, as has Woods. 
And then we've got two other people who've won twice, which are Mike White and Weston Probst. So it was just a little fun thing I put together to help celebrate the episode 200. So uh, we had fun with that. And I also released that as a uh, separate video yesterday, too. So, uh, uh, ABC, the 175. Chris Lang says, I forgot to congratulate Gary on the 2,000 subs. Thought I was doing good to get my 89. Thanks, everybody. Well, thank you. Uh, Bjorn says, I got 800 for Christmas. What gun do I buy with it? Hmm. Hmm. A lot of nice possibilities. Eight hundred dollars. Gosh, yeah. There's a awful lot of guns you can buy for eight hundred dollars. What do you mm-hmm. want? You want a revolver? You want you know a small gun, a bigger gun, uh, something fancy? You can get a lot of gun for eight hundred dollars. Got that right. I could think of some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gonna say. I'll I'll go shopping with you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Tony said, I would think Gary would be number one. Well, I'm not a panelist. I'm not a panelist. I'm a I'm the host. I have to be in the show, so. Rob D says, first comes the list, next next comes Bill. They all owe 50 bucks per show. Nah, not hardly. Uh, Hillbilly Up is out there. Hillbilly. Howdy, everyone. Hello, Hillbilly. Happy says, what guns do you want? Yeah. Tony says, something that ends in Magnum. It's not <laughs> a bad idea. Uh huh. Does that include twenty-two Magnum? Should. That's a Magnum. I like all the twenty-two, but I darn sure like twenty-two Magnum. Fun round to shoot. Tony said that fits the bill. Heck yeah. Mm. I've got. Let's see. How many pistols do I have that shoot 22 Magnum? At least two that I can think of right off the top of my head. Uh, Sam says, get a 338 Lapua. Uh, Tony says, although I do not own a 22 Mag. Uh, Gunpowder says, George got scraped in that top ten. I know he beats Obi-Wan for appearances. He hasn't been on camera that many times. Not as much as Obi. Although Obi doesn't turn on his camera a lot, but he's on the screen. Yeah. So, I figured out where I'm going to put it. Right there. And then I've got a plug over there that I'll have to run an extension to to get over here. There you go. 
We have made a decision. Let's see. Tony says 22 Meg isn't enough better than 22 LR to make it worth it to me. Oh, 22 Magnum is way better than 22 LR if you're thinking of energy factor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell you, give you a good uh, suggestion. You pick yourself up either a uh, Encore or a Contender frame, and then you can change that around to any caliber that you like, or pretty much any caliber that you like. For that much money, you probably could pick up a pair of them. Now, Jacob S. says 357 mag would probably be a good choice. It's always a good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. The 357 Sig. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Jacob S. says, make sure if you're running your own electrical that it is the right weight. Tony says, anything 44 Magnum is a great choice. Boy, they're spending that money quickly. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody would give me $800 and say, go buy whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. I know a certain gun store I'd be going to. I mean, he could donate it to you or you could put something on layaway that you want. Just saying. Well, until I, until I get my my retirement income all squared away, I probably should avoid any major purchases right now. So well, that's why I said layaway. Layaway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Uh, Plain Nuts says, uh, I would say figure out what you don't have that you've been wanting and go from there. I probably spent that much on ammo at the gun show yesterday. LOL. (laughs) So Chris Lang wants to know, is there not a gun that shoots shorts all the way to 22 Magnum? Well, 22 Magnum's not exactly the same cylinder bore, I don't believe, as 22 long. No, no, it's not. There's a slight difference. But to answer his question, yes. The Heritage Rough Riders. The Heritage Rough Riders will shoot 22 short, 22 long, and 22 Magnum if you get the one that has a separate cylinder with it. Yeah, you gotta swap out the cylinder. Right. Yeah, swap right. cylinders. So I guess Yes. I guess that's that's true. If you look at it that way, yeah. Yep. Uh Sam says no secret retirement funds stashed away and I've got money 
stashed away. Let's put it this way. I'm not saying I couldn't do it. I'm saying I probably won't. Uh, but yes, I have money in the bank. Uh, we're good. Uh, Jacob S. says, if you were given 1K and the only stipulation was that you cannot use it on firearm stuff, including reloading ammo or other, what would you do with it if you could do whatever you want with it after a year? Oh. Hmm. That would have higher and let the interest grow. Yep. thousand dollars. The only stipulation is you cannot use it on firearm stuff. I could use it for move money, so I'd like to move here soon. That would help pay for uh, moving expenses. There you go. Oh yeah. Yep. That would be good. Tony said I had money stashed away. Yeah. Uh, Make sure it's there, Tony. <laughs> Hillbilly says, I thought Heritage is if you swap cylinder. Yep, sure is. Uh, Abby says, if I had $800, I'd buy ammo, mags, medical, and put the rest towards water purification and getting my garden started. Hmm. Now, Agorizer says, buy silver. Now, Devil Dog says, I would save it for a year and then use it for a firearm. So, lots of differing opinions out there. Uh, Plain Nut said, that money I spent was my stash. Uh, Abby said, I'd use the 1K for medical and non-gun related prepping. Okay. Uh, Gunpowder Beauty said 1K will cover the wire and plugs for the house. Maybe a few boards to replace the floors. Inflation is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, especially lumber. Yeah. Well, I can emphasize with that. So the plug box I bought, the studs I bought, and the door I bought, and the sheet of drywall that's on the outside of this wall, all that was $405 on Thursday. Jeez. Mm. That's Granted, right. the door was 275 of it. However... Is that a solid wood door or a hollow core door? Um, it's a solid core door with a steel plate that goes through it. Oh, okay. Um, it's got um three-quarter inch AR-500 steel plate that runs down... Through the center of wow. it. Wow. Now that's a special I'll bet, door. I'll bet that suck is heavy. It took three of us to hang it. I'll <laughs> bet. <laughs> well, so I've had a Murphy door on order for over a year from Murphy Manufacturing. Does anybody know who Murphy is? Mm, no, not that Murphy. <laughs> they make uh, gun vault doors. But they come oh, in yeah. really weird sizes. Um, they come in like 28 and 3 quarter inches or 29 and 7 sixteenths inches. They come in really odd sizes. So when I got this door, I went ahead and went with a 30 inch door. Um, and from there, my Murphy door, whenever it shows up, I ordered a 29 and 7 sixteenths inch door. 
it'll fit right in here with the frame, and it's got locking bars like how a actual safe does and everything like that. Hmm. Very cool. And then by the time I put my gun walls on this wall, um, I mean, you're not going to get into it. You know what I mean? Hmm. But it's going to take at least three or four people to move that in here, too. Tony says, had some cash, then there was acreage in Missouri, a building to put on said acreage, then stuff to make building a livable cabin, and a goddamn Dodge Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gunpowder says, yep, Home Depot asked if I want a credit card. Heck no. Uh, Jacob S. says, a single window for a house can range anywhere from $500 to $10,000. Holy. Oh. Chris Lang says three quarter plywood, seventy dollars a sheet. Mm. Yep. Uh, Chris Lang says I'll be starting a gun room for the boss soon, twenty by forty. Holy smokes! Jeez. Now Rob D. This. Oh, go ahead. Rob D. says a door is only as strong as a frame it's installed in. If you didn't rebuild the frame, you should. I've rebuilt the frame. Okay, good. What was you going to say now? I was going to say, going that size, I know how much money I have in mind in just walls with being a 7 by 13 I don't even want to look at that bill for 20 by 40 <laughs> Oh. Gosh, great mighty. Lights. Better have a fat wallet. So Rob says I'd recommend four by sixes. I didn't have enough room to do do four by sixes. I didn't have enough room for that. But but in order to get to this room, you have to get past a two hundred sixty pound Rottweiler. You have to get past me. You have to get past a mean ass husky. You have to get past 14 security cameras and a gnarly security system. So, and my neighbor's a police. So, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yep. You're asking for problems. Major. And I've got a widow across the street that's retired also. So, she. She's like, I keep an eye on your house if you ever leave. I was like, cool, thanks. <laughs> you know. Like, I know she just does it to be that nice neighbor, but. So Gunpowder says, every dang time I go to Home Depot or Lowe's, I'm glad the house has a good structure and frame. Yeah. Uh, Mike oh, White says, if we're inquiring about vault doors and building a vault, Yankee Marshall built a gun vault and room that looks really secure and very nice. Yeah, he did. Uh, Jacob S. says, I know someone that remodeled their front door alone, and the cost for that was around $30,000. Gee, Wow. Wow. I've 
had whole houses that barely cost more than that. <laughs> that barely uh, cost more than my truck. Rob says the average stuff is sold for looks. Uh, Tony says, I think he's talking about Yankee. He said he just replaced that door a month or so ago. Devil Dog says that must have been a really nice custom door. Yeah, for $30,000, it damn well better be. That's for sure. <laughs> It's a lot of money to spend on a door. Be all right if it's a million dollar home. Yeah. So Bernie says Argentina world champions. Well, there you go. I caught it. They'll be whooping it up there in Argentina. So I don't know who everybody was rooting for. So Jacob says it was. It had intricate glasswork. The door opening was widened from a single door to a double door with side panels and top panel windows. Okay. Mm. So they made a fancy doorway out of it. That's still an expensive door. Very. That door costs more than any vehicle I've ever owned in my life. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> and you can't drive a door. Nope. That door better talk to me when I open it if it costs that much. Welcome home, Master. <laughs> Tony says, I've always said get a few dogs. Nothing deters like teeth. <laughs> get a chihuahua. They're mean. And he says, by dogs, I mean 70-pound minimum. <laughs> That's a big dog. I had one that would qualify for that. He was half German police, half wolf. So Abby says, same here. I only paid 3500 for my BMW. Mike White says, I just remodeled my house at a cost of 80 grand. Jacob says, it wasn't on a mansion. It was a main floor with a basement house. Mm. Abby said, I had a bigger dog. She was an 80-pound lap dog. Oh, God. Wow. Uh, Chris Lang said the last one we built was ridiculous. Exterior cinder block, 8 inch steel channel, 2 by 6 framed walls, 5 eighths plywood, and finally, 1 half inch sheetrock, and yes, an actual vault door. Wow. Mm. Rob D. says, I personally think they got ripped off without more information. And Bernie says, people pay big money to get rid of BMWs. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Abby says, I'd rather my dog just tell me someone's here and stay behind me while I take care of the threat. 
now. Hillbilly, up. He says, I heard the Pelosi's now put a steel door on their glass house. Well, how's that going to work? Because then you just go yeah. in through the going through the wall. It's easier. Of course, when you're busting out that glass with a hammer at the Pelosi house, be careful you don't get all the glass on the outside. I'm not real sure how that works. Oh. How you take a hammer and bust out glass and all the glass is outside that. That's not how it works, at least that no. I know of. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Maybe it's on a hill. Maybe. Abby says, I don't want my pets to be in danger, especially if it's a cop or a fed. Uh, Jacob S. says, I have a coal bin slash canning room slash pantry in the concrete basement that I'm thinking of adding a vault door to, but I don't think I will. Uh, Tony says, I figure trespassers saved me the cost of 100 pounds of dog food. Uh, Krabby Turtle says, steel doors don't help. When you let them in. Oh. That's true. Uh, Devil Dog says, Yep, you just need a big dog that barks loudly, sounds mean, and knows to let you shoot them so they don't have to get the taste out of their mouth from biting the idiots. Oh. Wow. Uh, Chris Lang says, More money than cents for the Pelosi's. And yeah. we got gun-toting pacifist out there saying Argentina. We got more than one person out there watching the World Cup today. Okay. And there went Sickle Shot. And we are in hour number four of the early bird chat. 12.02 p.m. Central Standard Time. The only... Time zone that matters. See? Oh, yeah, we're in Central Time Zone, too. See, all the good channels are in Central Time Zone. That's right. Uh, Jacob S. says, Would have been nice if USA would have made it to the finals. Yeah. Not going to happen this year, that's for sure. I don't understand why Mexico never does better in um, the... Uh, finals because I don't know if you've ever been to Mexico or not but like you'll see kids from like three years old playing soccer all the way up to grown adults playing soccer all the time I've never understood why Mexico doesn't do better in the World Cup yeah I don't know it's a good question I see that uh, Devil Dog 17013 has thrown out their uh Membership anniversary, member for two months. Thank you very much, Devil Dog, for your continued support. Uh, Abby says, I'd rather the last second of their existence be spent blinded with 27,000 candela. Uh, Tony says, honestly, my dogs sound vicious as hell, but they're big babies we approach friendly. Uh, <laughs> Gun-toting pacifist says Mexicans are too short. <laughs> wow. Uh, Devil Dog says Gary couldn't say anything with the member chat, but figure I should use it while it was there. 
Okay. Uh, all right. So we still have 25 people out there. Four thumbs up out there on Facebook. Thank you, everybody. Jacob S. says, wow, inflation is real. He said, the average price of transitional land was up 36.5% from June 2021 with an average price per acre of $24,240. Recreational land prices grew by 21.8% to an average per acre price of $9,121. Wow. Chris Lang's got a good point. He says all of Mexico's fastest and best are here. That's true. (coughs) I know every time I go into Mexican restaurants around here, they always have the soccer on the TV sets. Watching that stuff, though, they are real big into that stuff. Yeah, I just it just doesn't make sense to me why they're not better at it. Does that make sense? So Bernie says Mexico has good team, but not the caliber of European teams, in my opinion. USA is about 10 years behind in football. Football. Uh, Rob D says everything goes up at the paychecks. Well, now if you work in fast food, the paychecks are going up. I mean, if you're making that $15 an hour now for working at McDonald's. Like some people are. I hate to tell you how many years I worked at my job before I made $15 an hour. It's quite a while. I understand that. It's just like law enforcement, um, they don't get paid nearly enough for the stuff they deal with. No. That's just it, people. Cities want law enforcement, but they want to pay peanuts for it. I mean, they get very little money budgeted for it, you know, and they got to cut costs and all this stuff. But everybody says how important it is. Well, if you don't want to pay good wages, you're not going to have good people doing the job. Correct. I agree 100%. So, Gun Tony Pacifist says, I missed most of the game because of a church function, but Argentina played really well from what I saw. They did. I'll agree with that. Clovertech says, It is crazy sad how much LEO make here. What's up, Clover? He was just on my show the other night. Um, Clover and I had a really, really good show. Uh, Jacob S. says, Our work did away with half-year and end-year bonuses. They significantly increased the pay per hour. Okay. Well, that's what you're seeing now, where companies are going away from quarterly bonus and yearly bonuses and they're jacking up the uh, 
price per hour, but they still can't get people. Um, especially like logistics wise and stuff like that. Um, they're just not I, making nearly the money. I know where I used to work out there at the nuclear plant. We have a number of uh, security guards out there that are ex-law enforcement. And main reason is they can make way better money working out there at the nuclear plant than they could at a law enforcement position. And not have to worry about getting shot all the damn time. Right. That's the biggest thing with it. That's why um, like I don't know. I've I know a lot of law enforcement guys that have come out to where I just um, retired from that have come out there and they were like, oh, we're making more money out here than what we ever did in law enforcement. I was like, what? So, uh... Scottish American says, sad when factory workers make more than those supposed to be protecting the people. That's true. Uh, Let's see. Bernie says, both teams kicked, but in regular time, but one mistake in PK's penalty kicks, and it's all over. That's true. Uh, let's see. Tony York said back in the day, it didn't pay that well to stay home. That's true too. Uh, Jacob S says, I'm glad that I'm not a worker in a factory. Uh, plain nut says have to run out. Hope everyone has a great day. Bye everyone. Bye plain nut. Uh, says back in the day, I would give my tech an option of salary or piece rate. Those who chose peace rate were always better and harder working employees. Yes. Uh, Devil Dog says, when they stop paying people more to stay on government assistance and work, more people might go back to work. Assistance is supposed to help you get by, not support you for life. Uh Rob D says, you got to work near a border or a big city to make money as an officer legally. And uh, Gun Tony Pacifist says, LEOs make good money up here in the Northeast, especially the state police. Hmm. I don't think they do around here. Not any of them I know about anyway. Okay, so... uh... Let's take a look again. Want to remind everybody one more time that uh, don't forget other regularly scheduled live streams for later today include Georgia Trapping and Fishing immediately following this show at 1 p.m. Central along with Locked and Loaded Latinos at 5 p.m. Central Foreign and Domestic with with the Scottish American at 6 p.m. And this week, Unloaded, on the Unloaded Media Channel, at 7.30 p.m. Central. Uh, check my community tab for updates and links throughout the day, as schedules may change. Dude, um, was the Scottish American, was his channel used to be the Crazy Scotsman? Yep. Yeah. 
Okay. That's so it's him. the same person. Okay. Same guy. Okay. I didn't know. I've been so confused over that. Uh, I believe he changed his channel name because he uh, he got his citizenship. So. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, dude. So, uh, let's see. That's awesome. Clovertech said, there also used to be a stigma with assistance that helped urge you to pull yourself up. I remember being mortified to use those huge fake food stamp bills. Nowadays, <laughs> it just looks like a credit card. No big deal, and people have no shame about it. Uh, Scottish American says, I know LEOs make good in neighboring state of Pennsylvania. Uh, Pacifist says, my buddy is a cop in Massachusetts. He makes 100 plus with details. Wow. Uh, Glover Tech said, Glover, Glover Tech says, wasn't it Franklin that said people should be uncomfortable in poverty? Uh, Rob D says, I've never had an EBT card, Clover, even when I could have, even when I could have, my pride wouldn't allow it. Uh, Devil Dog says, Clover Tech, I don't think there should be any shame attached to it, but it needs to be stressed somehow that it's only assistance, not a salary. Uh, Mike White says, except he's not crazy anymore. That's true. He's became sane. Uh, he's the sane Scotsman now. Uh, Rob D says, I take pride on making my own way. Always have, always will. I don't even like credit. Now, Hillbilly Ip says, I got family about to show up. I got to jump off. Merry Christmas, everyone. Love you. Don't forget to be watching for the seven gun shorts of Christmas. All right, Hillbilly. Merry Christmas. Thanks for being here. Uh, Clover Texas. Kudos to New York Outcast, but sometimes pride isn't enough when you got a family to feed. Keep in mind that money is that money is your money if you have worked hard. That's, That's true. true. It's the same with unemployment. Like I don't I don't understand it with unemployment, like how companies have the right to refuse unemployment because you pay your taxes. And that's what the unemployment is ultimately paid out of, of what you paid into it. That's I've true. never understood how companies can justifiably deny you your money that you work for and paid into. Uh, okay, Rob says, it's not for me, just not my style. I've always found a way, even if I had to ship meals for others. Skip meals. Okay, he corrected himself. Uh, Pacifist says assistance should have incentive for betterment. Uh, let's see. Chris Lang says don't have one credit card or bank account for that matter. <coughs> uh, now, Clovertech says no, no, no. The unemployment here is paid through an insurance. Your salary does not pay into it. Okay. I don't I don't know the ins and outs of all that to be honest with you. I'm sure I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. So uh now Devil Dog says actually unemployment is paid into by the companies and very rarely by employees, except in some states like California. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, Rob says, borrowing shouldn't be a popular thing, in my opinion. In the old day, it was shameful. Still is to me. Well, now, sometimes it's necessary. I mean, and you could, we could argue back and forth all you want to, but some things, you know, like if you need a better vehicle or sometimes like that, we don't, a lot of times, people don't have that kind of money in the bank to just up and buy that outright. Now, it'd be great if we did, but especially if you've got a big family and stuff like that, sometimes you have to have a little help. Uh, Tony says, I've never had a credit card. The interest I've seen others pay soured me. Uh, CloverTech says, as a business owner, I was lucky to keep my employees count under the level where the unemployment insurance was required, but the company pays that, at least here in Texas. Uh, the Scottish American says, being a citizen has been my greatest honor. This country has been good to me overall. We all have issues, but I always make it. Life can kick you in the nads. Be a fighter, not a quitter. That's well true. said. Well said. Uh, let's see. Pacifist says, most companies look to fire people for cause instead of laying off trying to prevent unemployment. Now, CloverTax says, what I was saying there is that unemployment insurance is slash was expensive. And if you ended up with a claim by an ex-employee, it goes up even more. Now, Abby says, I don't spend money I don't have. Rob D says, I've rode a bike to work in the winter, being the boss to get by. You do what you got to do. That's true. Uh, Jacob says, I'm trying to pay off my house as quickly as I can. Still have 50K or so to go. Now, I've seen a lot of... I've seen a lot of people go to these financial strategy sessions and stuff where they tell them, well, kind of along the lines of what Rob is saying, but if you have a home mortgage or something like that to devote as much of your income as possible to paying that off ahead of time. And I've known guys who have done it and basically had their house paid for while they were still young and were able to put back plenty of money for retirement for kids' education and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you can, if you can, you know, keep yourself from spending a lot of money when you're young and try to pay your big debts off as soon as possible, that definitely does help down the road. So, uh Chris Lang says, me and Andrea have probably one more interview with INS before she becomes a citizen. Already has residency. Good deal. Good deal. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Rob D says, most people just refuse to go backwards for a time, then they borrow. Yeah, sometimes it's a vicious cycle. And then it just kind of uh, preys upon itself. The Scottish American says, last truck was a five-year loan paid in three, 
Current truck is a six-year loan on track to pay off in four. Oh, yeah. So, I'm yeah, I'm thinking about paying off my car loan myself. Now that I've got retirement funds coming in, I'll see what the financial advisor says, but good possibility I could just be paying that thing off entirely. Oh, yeah. It'll be good if you can. Uh, Clover says, people get used to a certain way of living, and when the means change, they don't want to give that up. Understandable, but you've got to live within your means. Yes, absolutely. I agree with that, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony says, we plan to pay off the house and the building this March. Good. Uh, Gun Tony Pacifist says, I tried to remember to pay myself before I pay any creditor. (laughs) Uh, Mike White says, I paid 2.75% interest on my house, so with an interest rate that low... I will keep my mortgage as long as possible. Well, that's like on my uh, my vehicle loan. I'm only paying 2.9, I think. I'm not paying much interest at all, so it really doesn't concern me all that much. It's not an expensive loan at all. Uh, well, that's the thing about it is what you see now – um, with loans is people are trying to get loans that I don't know they're trying to get a $50,000 loan for a car that in three years isn't going to be worth $20,000 and so it it opens up its own headache there like I've never bought a brand new vehicle in all my life personally I have once I mean, there's I have, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, well, the one I have now is two years old and had close to 50,000 miles on it when I bought it, but uh, it was in good shape. So, Clovertech says, I have not had a hard life at all, but certainly not Silver Spoon either, so I am blessed to be very comfortable with an average living style. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I think life is one of those things that we make it as hard as or as easy as we possibly can and sometimes it's just harder than what it needs to be at times. Clover says, and it is getting worse what with every generation seeming more entitled. Parents got to get back to being parents and preparing their kiddos to survive the world on their own. That's true. Jacob says the only interest I'm paying is about 3.5%, which is about the same as what the bank interest is coming into my checking account. Yeah, Rob says uh, giving them everything doesn't help. Make them earn stuff. Oh, yeah. (coughs) Of course, my kids are all grown now, so... They're starting to figure things out. 
How old are your kids? If you don't mind uh, 30, me. 37. My son's 37. My daughter's 34. Okay. Yeah, I mean, your early 30s life really slaps you with finances because you've moved out on your own. You bought your own house and things like that. So life really starts slapping you then. But once you figure it out, um, it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see. Clovertech says you got to give them everything, but from the standpoint of useful tools and knowledge, not possessions or tangible items. Uh, Scottish American says I've been through many hard times, but that just makes me harder and tougher. Always find a way. Agreed. Rub says I was moved out at 15. Yeah, I bought my house at 17, my first house at 17, and then I sold it when I was 21, and then bought another house, and then sold it, and now I've got this house. Gunpowder says, Tardot and I are raising our kids like we were raised. We will get you what you need. If it's what you want, you can do stuff to work for it. There you go. Now, Tony said, my parents moved out when I was 17. <laughs> wow. It's another way of looking at it, I suppose. Parents moved out and left you there, huh? That's a heck of a deal. So we've got a little over half an hour to go in the show. Still 24 people out there. So, uh getting close to the end so uh, let us know what you got going on I know some people are going to peel off to watch their sports ball games there's football going on there's uh, lunch some people like to eat I know I'm going to eat as soon as this show's over with yeah I'll probably go grab something once I'm done <laughs> normally that's what our Sunday is like we go get food like we go to the Mexican restaurant. We got a really good Mexican place here. Yeah, I don't know if ours is open on Sunday or not. That does sound good. Tony says, I came home from a weekend party and then the house was empty. Really? That's quite a story. And they never came back, huh? Hmm. If it works, it works, I guess. I guess so. Uh, Clovertech says, I am thinking about Mexican food today, and spoiler alert, it will not be from Tulsa. Hashtag Tulsa Mexican food sucks. <laughs> you had to get that in, didn't you? <laughs> Is the Mexican food out there really that bad? Uh, Clover's had a couple of bad experiences. He hasn't eaten in every Mexican restaurant in Tulsa. Neither have I. Uh, I'm told that there are good ones out there. He says it's not worth the risk trying. So, yeah, everyone he's had is bad. So, that much is true. So, uh, now, Gunpowder says, my parents say we're mistreating their grandbabies by not buying them everything they want. 
I reminded them they raised me like this, and they tell me, well, grandbabies are better than kids. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Gunpowder. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Rob D says, I had a friend that got kicked out by her parents at 16 so her mom could move her drug dealer in. Wow. Uh, Jacob S. had leftover meatloaf. Hmm. Uh, Tony says, grandbabies are better. Said, spoil the shit out of those and send them home. There you go. All right. Let's see. What else is going on? Gunpowder says, watch it, Tony. Uh, Clovertex says uh, that uh, using grandbabies against your kiddos is a perk of being a grandparent. And it works the other way, too. I will fuel mine up on coffee and send them to my mom. Great grandmother. That's kind of mean, but it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. That's somebody else I need to go spend time with is my granddaughter one of these days. That's clear down on the other end of Arkansas. So I may be seeing a lot of Arkansas before it's all over. When are you going to come to Kentucky? Well, I don't know. I got to get down that way first. Um, well, you're walking I, here anytime. I haven't been in Kentucky. Let's see. When was the last time? 2004? Oh, three. 2003. It's been almost 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Well over. Well overdue. Thing is, I'd have to drive. That's a long ways to drive. Where are you at? You're in Kansas City. No, I'm in. I'm in a rural part of eastern Kansas. I'm about about a hundred miles southwest of Kansas City. Oh, are you near uh, Paola? I'm about an hour from Paola. I got a friend that lives in Paola. I've got a lot of friends that live over in Paola. Um, not a lot of people know where Paola is. Um, I keep forgetting that you're from Kansas, so I was like... Yeah, I went to a wedding there this past spring, as a matter of fact. Nice. Uh, Let's see. Gunpowder Beauty is also asking, heck yeah, when are you coming to Kentucky? Well, I guess i got to visit a couple people there then. I forgot she lives in Kentucky now. What part uh, of Kentucky Rob, is she in? I don't know what part. What part of Kentucky do you live in, Gunpowder? It'd be funny if she lives very close to where I live. Uh, Jacob S. says, One of my mom's friends actually just moved to Kansas City, Kansas recently. Devil Dog said, The last time I was in Kentucky was for the 2006 Rolex three-day equestrian event. Oh, that was up at Paducah. And Single Shot is back. Now a phone call. What's up, Single? (laughs) 
How you doing, buddy? Oh, oh if, I can, if I can figure this out, I'm going to show you guys a beautiful truck. So while we're waiting, Gunpowder says Northern Kentucky, about 30 minutes from Indiana and Ohio. Is she near Owensboro? Uh, Devil Dog says Rolex is held in Lexington, or at least it used to be. It might still be there. I thought it was in Paducah at one time. Let's see, Gunpowder says, depending on which turn I take on 275. Okay. Tony says, I used to live near Danville, Kentucky. Oh, look at this thing. I'll get it right now. Might be too late now. <laughs> Go to your settings, and normally it's camera three for your front-facing camera. There, there you go. go. All right. If he turns, this is that new Peterbilt they just come out with. And this thing is gorgeous. Does it have a Brazilian flag on it? No. No. That's a pretty truck. And you're looking at well over a half million dollars. Nice. That for that tractor. Wow. I was just talking with him there just a few minutes ago. He's on the fuel island and he's gonna park. I'm gonna continue on. I ain't got forty seven miles to go, so Get up there to my receiver for tomorrow. Oh. All right, bear with me. I'm flopping the camera around, I know. <coughs> All right. Give you guys a bird's eye view of what I see. So Mr. Knife says, how about this? Everyone moved to California. No thanks. No. <laughs> You couldn't give me land in that state. Ozzy said, I used to go to Kentucky Speedway every year in Sparta, Kentucky. Sparta! Holy mackerel, what is that bright thing in the sky? I don't know. I haven't seen that for a week. (laughs) So Gunpowder says, close to Florence, Kentucky. Oh, she's on the eastern side of Kentucky. Oh, oh Like central eastern side of Kentucky. Near Louisville and all that. I uh, yeah. I come up through uh, Florence when I come back. Come back, headed back home. Do you oh. take 65 up, um, single shot? No, I come up, uh, I lo- reload uh, just southwest of uh, Cincinnati. Oh. And I'll come up uh, 71, come right straight back up through. Well, you got my phone number. If you ever come down 65, let me know. We can link up somewhere. Like yeah. down by Tennessee. You've got my phone number still, don't you? Yep. Yep. Okay. Sure do. 
Um, I got to get, I got to catch up with, uh, with uh, Captain Codebook here one of these times too. I found out he wasn't too awfully far from where I was at this morning. So it'd be nice to meet a few more uh, YouTubers. I've met two Yeah, I mean, so I'll tell far. you the same thing that I've told everybody I've ever done anything on YouTube with that I consider yeah. friends. Like, you guys are welcome to stop in at any time. Ah, cool. Funny. Just give me a shout before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a little bit of a heads up. I'm going to be in the area. <laughs> Yeah, happy, like, happy, oh, joy, joy, Indiana interstates. Uh -huh. Look like they beat you to death. They do. I'll be right back, gentlemen. If you could continue <laughs> the conversation, I will be right back. Okay, Gary. Yeah, like, Catch you shortly. Yeah, if you ever come down, like, towards Nashville or anything to do a drop and hook or whatever, um, I'm 45 minutes north of Nashville. So, Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm just on the Kentucky border. Okay. So, yeah, if you ever go down there, you're welcome to stop in here at any time. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. I live in a little town, but it's got a lot of history in this little town. Yeah. Yeah, mine's just a little town, <laughs> my hometown, and 1,280 people. Oh, mine's got a little more than that. Like, we have a Walmart and stuff. Yeah. But, but it's still a little, it's a little town compared to Milwaukee, where I moved from. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this place is teeny tiny in retrospect. Milwaukee's a pretty good sized city. I've been up through there a good many times. This dedicated route kind of limits me to going around where I used to go. Mm -hmm. uh, most usually when I run out of Maine, I'll run down through uh, Maine, New Hampshire on 95. I get into Massachusetts, I'll pick up 495 and run that uh, 290 down through Worcester. And uh, and I'll grab 90 West, take that all the way over to I-271 in uh, Ohio, just a little ways before uh, Cleveland. Oh, so you're over kind of where Chris from the 740 is when you go through there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly where Chris is, but I'd like to catch up with him, too. It's been quite a while, so I've been talking with him, and... I've got his number as well. i got to take this next date. Not this coming exit. Next one. Gotcha. Oh, that yeah. mess that I ran through last night. Gee, made this, got this truck filthy. <laughs> oh, were you going through a bunch of snow and slush and stuff? Oh, yeah. All kinds of it coming across 90 New York. Oh yeah, they just got pounded really with all that lake accident. effect. What's that? They just got pounded with all that lake effect, didn't they? Oh yeah. Yep. 
How much snow did y'all get from it? Uh, I got to call my neighbor next door uh, up home and see how much we actually got. And uh, he's been real good to me. He'll uh, he'll plow his yard out, and then if I can't move what's in my yard with a snowblower, he'll come along with a uh, plow truck and clean me out. Heck yeah, that's he's awesome. A real, real nice guy. Super, super good guy. That's how I am with the widow across the street. Um, when we get, granted, we don't get a whole lot of snow here anyways. Yeah. But when we do, um, I clear out her driveway. I don't even bother with mine. I've got a four-wheel drive truck. Like, I can get out of my driveway. But she drives a little minivan, which does oh, actually yeah. really good in the snow. Yeah. But there's been a few times with every single one of my neighbors, they've gotten stuck in the snow. And they've called me, and I've had to go pull them out. <laughs> okay, so I'm back, and Jacob Thank wants Gary. to know, whereabouts are you now, Tony? Okay, Tony's in central Illinois. He wants everybody to come to Indiana. Let's see. Trying to catch back up on the chat out here. Uh, everybody's talking about a billion dollars to move to California for a billion dollars I might move a lot of places because <laughs> uh, you could buy a whole lot of land and surround yourself with that kind of money oh uh, yeah if I had money like that I would buy my own island in the Caribbean where it's consistently no colder than 75 degrees and live on my island and have my own gun range on that island. There you go. And no electricity. I don't care about electricity. I don't need it. <laughs> I can hunt. I can fish. Okay. Let's... I can get away from everything, internet and social media and all that stuff. All that crap. I'll have my own volleyball that I'll name Wilson. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> uh, so Gunpowder Beauty says, technically, right now I have three locations. We're in a condo in one place. Kids are in school where Ann's house is in a district. And Hell House is in a completely different place. Wow. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. Mm. There we go. Okay. Sam of Anarchy says, with a billion dollars, I'd buy land. Uh, let's see. Everybody's talking about moving. Well, start me off with a billion dollars, and there's all kind of options from there. Oh yeah. Oh. DM Foss says, "I hear there's an island for sale. It used to be owned by some guy named Epstein." <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. <laughs> He's not yeah, in the Caribbean. He's in the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands, yeah. I want the he's, Caribbean. He's in the ground, but well, allegedly. Yeah. 
Okay, Bjorn's on the way out. Later, everyone. See you, Bjorn. Thanks. Have a good one, Bjorn. So we got about 15 minutes to go. And single shots on a two-lane road. Wow. Yes, sir. US 35. Yeah. Not a whole lot for a shoulder, either. Wow. There ain't one. (laughs) Those trees are really close to the road. Holy smokes. Oh, yeah. So are those poles. Yep. Some of them are really close. The mailboxes are further off the road than the trees and holes. Well, some of the guy wires from some of those poles came right out to the road. I'm surprised. Yeah. Wow. This is about the only road that I really am concerned about during this time of the year. I was traveling this at night, first thing in the morning. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't see the blasted road to save my soul. Be a good place to hit a deer. Yeah, I almost did uh, three weeks ago. Had one run across the road right in front of me right there, just a little ways back, brother. Very now, lucky when you I didn't hit have a... venison. <laughs> well, when you hit a deer in a semi, does it do damage to it like how it does with the car? Yep. Sure it does. Not as much, I didn't know. but it does. Then you have to log all that with the deer. <laughs> I hit one here a while back, caught the right headlight, and mostly it uh, busted the bezel inside the uh, hood structure and made a mess of it. Light and everything still works, but it wiggles now. And I, I don't like a wiggly headlight, but I've got one now, thanks to a deer. Hey. Okay, so Gunpowder says, my mileage is going up quick on this dang Volvo, definitely getting exhausting. I told (laughs) Tardot I'm getting ready to cave and just get a damn minivan. There you go. You know, I've been thinking about getting a minivan for myself. Um, Just, like, going to and from competitions where I can throw, like, a mattress in the back of it and be able to sleep in in it and... I don't have to worry about hotels and all that junk. Yep. Good idea. So Chris Lang says 35 looks a lot different there than it does here. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to Indiana. Uh, I I don't understand why they can't do something about those interstates in the state. Good grief. I mean, these secondaries are better roads than the interstates are. It's the same way here. Is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's the exact same way here. Like, I avoid the interstate everywhere I go and just take back roads because <laughs> my truck is lifted and it rides like a trailer yeah and it just beats you to death on a rough road yeah i can avoid the interstate i avoid it because they're just brutal here yeah 
So Tony says, there's nothing wrong with a minivan. I've had several. I like the things, although a Suburban is better until you pull up to the pump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no That's joke. right. My 2001 Chevy Silverado, four-wheel drive. That son of a gun. You don't want to let that thing get too much below uh, half full. Because, boy, it will hit the wallet in good shape. It's a camper special. Camper uh, edition. Well, so you understand what I'm talking about, about a 01 Chevy lifting. <laughs> if you own a Chevy, just imagine how rough it is when it's lifting. Yeah, it's got the 5.3 in it. Yes, sir. That's what mine's done. got 343,000 miles on it. Wow. So Tony said the Suburban holds 44 gallons. Yeah. That was... Ouch. One tank, oh. 44 gallons. Jeez. I thought mine was. <coughs> Jeez. Yeah, mine doesn't hurt that bad. Uh, I mean, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt like that Suburban would. But he said, I did drive from here to Tulsa on one tank, so there's that at least. Yep. Now, when I went down to Georgia here a couple of weeks ago, brother and I, on the way down, I was averaging 18 and a half, and on the way back, I was toting a 6 by 12 dual axle u-haul that was pretty well loaded and i still averaged uh 14 14 and a half almost 15 in some places and we were fighting a lot of wind on the way down and on the way back the wind was terrible were you in your truck yeah so that's what i've noticed with with my truck um with it being lifted yeah um when I'm pulling a trailer, I don't get any worse and I don't get any better gas mileage um, than what I do if I'm not towing. Yeah. As long as I can keep – mine's up on 35s. And so as long as I can keep my 35s rolling, I'm pretty good. It's But when I get in town – I don't know what yours is in town, but in town mine's like six miles to the gallon. Just that stop and go. No, mine's not that bad. <laughs> oh, mine's awful in town. Yeah. I'm probably around 10, something like that. So, uh, Gunpowder says, Tardot wants a Jeep or a Ranger. How the F5 people going to fit in a Ranger? I told him to get his head <laughs> in the game. If mine breaks down and i got to borrow his, we need something we can all fit in. Those new Rangers yeah, have a right. lot of room in them. Yes, they do. So do the new Colorados. What? I could probably that? get five in my compass, but it'd be pretty tight in the back, let's put it that way. Four, you can yeah. get in there fairly comfortably. Yeah. I've never had, I've never had more than three in there, but 
I mean, when I go to see my daughter, I always have those two in with me, but uh, other than that, I don't have a lot of people that ride with me, but I wanted something big enough that if they, if I did have somebody riding with me, they could be comfortable in the back seat. So. Right. And it seems Mine will seat I've... five. I got a full bench seat. <laughs> it's comfortable back there. At least my son-in-law, he doesn't ever, doesn't ever complain. Of course, he sleeps back there most of the time. But yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. I don't suppose. No. Now, uh, Gun Tony Pacifist, he says, I spent my childhood in the back of a pickup. Different these days. Oh, yeah, I did that. I rode in the back of a pickup. Oh, yeah. Yep, me too. Hell, if you do that now, it'll make you a martyr. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They try to crucify Chris Lang says, my Jeep only holds two and a dog. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how big the dog is, I suppose, too. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we have about six minutes to go. <clears throat> and we'll be all done with the early bird chat. It's mighty early. <laughs> it's mighty early. That is true. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go through and let you guys give your plugs. Uh, so I'll start with Bending Ballistics. Uh, what have you got coming up on your channel that... Uh, Everybody so, needs to check out? Or? So I'm uploading shorts right now that's called Guess the Caliber. And I'm going through some oddball calibers on my rifles that I have. And we're just creating discussions on them of can you name that caliber. Um, they've been really fun. I've been getting a lot of participation in them. Uh, I've enjoyed them. My lives are so random that I can't stay on a schedule. But it's colder than snot here right now, so going to the range is not quite the top of my feet right now. Alrighty. Well, thanks for jumping in on the show. Uh, single shot, how about you? What have you got coming up that everybody needs to check out? Well... I'm going to start a series. I mentioned this before, but I'll go over it again there real quick. The cleanup of uh, some of the uh, rifles and handguns that I still had down in Georgia. I'm going to take uh, a lot of Mark Novak's suggestions and uh, go through a lot of those. It's going to be on Daywolf on Rumble, and I'll try to make those as short as I can. Some of them will be a little bit long. And uh, we're going to do a lot of cleanup and uh, restoration and possibly some uh, conservation. So check that out if you folks would like. Like to have you swing by. So I'll have uh, I'll have the next probably the next couple of weeks off through the holidays here. So 
Thanks for the invite, Gary. Appreciate it. Take care. God bless. America moves by truck. Yes, sir. Thanks for being part of the program. Chris Langson and a last-minute picture. Best picture ever, he says. Uh, <laughs> two adults and a dog, just like he said. So, yeah, we'll end the program with that. Uh, don't forget, as the screen says, there will be no early bird chat for the next two weekends due to the holidays. Uh, the early bird chat will return on Sunday, January the 8th, 2023. So, uh, don't forget Foul Territory on Friday, this coming Friday, and that is at 9 p.m. Central on my channel. And thanks to everybody who watched today, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, I appreciate you being out there. Thanks to everybody for commenting in the chat, for sending in things to the channel to show on the screen. Appreciate that. And thanks to everybody who was in on the panel. Also, uh, a special thanks to all my supporters out there on YouTube, my channel members for their support as well. Uh, so don't forget to uh, check out the rest of the Sunday shows. And everybody, have a safe and pleasant weekend. And for those of you that I only see on the early bird chat, uh, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll see you next year. If you're on the foul territory, though, I'll see you again before the end of the year. So anyway, this is Gizzard Gary, and I would like to remind everybody, as I always say, that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them a bird. This is Gizzard Gary. Thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Early Bird Chat is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and later released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.